everyone welcome back to the abcs of rpgs where we teach you the basics of tabletop role-playing games i am what's known as the keeper of arcane lore my hey. name is spencer <laughs> not me uh, I am a little bit sick today, so please forgive my voice. Mm -hmm. But um, joining me today are my, the investigators, Dalton. Hello, I'm Dalton. I'm investigator uh, number orange, and I'm playing Marvin Martin. Dan? Yeah, hi, I'm, uh, I'm Dan O'Kane, uh, or I guess Dan Wanamaker. I'm playing as myself. And uh, I hope that if I die, I hope that... No, wait. <laughs> uh, that's what... <laughs> Justin. What? I'm Justin. Introduce, introduce yourself. Yes, I'm Justin. We've done, we've done this how many weeks now? Yeah. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Uh... <laughs> I'm Justin. I'm the blue investigator playing Leo Quinn. All of my pronouns are he, him. Make it easy on everybody. Um, I play a totally not so legitimate businessman. I'm a gangster. <laughs> oh, next up, Purple Ashley. Hey guys, I'm Ashley. All of my pronouns are also she, her. Um, I'm playing Irene Whitmore. She is a dilettante, which is a fancy word for saying she's a trust fund baby and lives off of her parents' income and dances and engages in culture for fun because she's rich and she can afford to do that. Um, but she's been fun to play. I've enjoyed it. And of course, we have Christian. Yeah, my name is Christian. I'm playing Butcher Blevins, who is a butcher. It's pretty on the nose, I know. <laughs> um, Wait, and... the name is actually Butcher? Like, first yeah. name Butcher? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, first first name butcher, the, last name butcher. Name butcher. the destiny, you know, from birth was to be this forum to be a butcher. But... He is smuggled on the side. It's just a front because behind the scenes, uh, he has smuggled for some very shady dealers um, and got himself involved in the SEU. Um, Society yeah. for the Exploration of the Unexplained? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, some people don't even know what it stands for. It's that secretive. But you do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're the keeper of arcane lore. I know. Um, it's a secret. Even I don't know what's going on. I am. <laughs> well, perfect. Well, <clears throat> to catch everybody up, Marvin, can you give us a recap from your radio broadcast on what happened last time? Yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in to, to Marvin's Martian missives coming at you out of... Uh, where the hell are we? Um... Uh, currently, you're in State New York. This corner, State New York. <laughs> no, we're Massachusetts. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ross Ross coming corner. at you from uh, from Massachusetts. What state is Massachusetts? The Massachusetts. The, the rebel state. Massachusetts. No, is that talking like a tail? No. Yeah. That's states like, have that's they have like mottos like oh, Ohio is the Buckeye state, California is the Golden state. 
I think they're the lobster state. Lobster state. Lobster. Okay. It's Maine. It's, it's red sauce. Maine, you weirdo. They're the state of revolution. Anyway, I we last the Bay state. The which state? The Bay, like the B-A-E? Bay state. B-A-Y. That makes sense because Cape Cod. Yeah, it's the B A E state. Based. <laughs> um, that, but, that's official now. It's a Bay State. <laughs> Real quick, at the very back, to to remind to remind all, all the listeners, uh, Marvin and and his his trusty crew. That's right, Marvin is in charge. He's the leader. Uh, they all received letters. They all they all received letters to go to go uh, meet up with some dying old man that it doesn't really matter. Um, I've never met him before in my life. Uh, but he he let us know about uh, some ritual summoning shit he did in a creepy basement, um, and we all needed to go reseal the thing because he was worried that his death would would free whatever creature him and his weird group of friends summoned back in uh, a few decades ago. Uh, we did some we did some research in a library. We met a very stubborn professor um who would not let us read his cool books uh, dr henry armitage yep and then uh we left left to go find this um farmhouse and found our way in a small little uh hamlet village holler whatever um yep population of 40 yeah population 40. not many people um they were everybody we met seemed pretty wary of us there uh which makes sense we're a bunch of weirdos um coming into their their little town um asking around about a weird abandoned property that they probably didn't like the sight of um we were followed along the way by some guy who says he's a butcher um got <laughs> got chased chased down by him on the way to to this to this house and now here we are. We went in the house. Not a, like some weird markings and stuff were around, but really, there's just a homeless guy in the basement. Uh, that's it so far. Um, and I think that Dan Butcher and Leo were about to go beat up a homeless guy. I think that's where we left off. You know, I don't like the way that you're phrasing it, but it's also not wrong. <laughs> And that's where we left off. Before we go any further, let's do our, our get-to-know-you question. Can somebody roll me a dice of 250? <laughs> 87. 87. Perfect. The question for today is, what energizes you about your career? <laughs> Money! Money! Leo's energized by money for in his businessman career. Yeah. Yeah. Money. Just and when I say it like that, just read it in your head, hear it in your head like Mr. Crab says it. Money. That's what I was I thought. <laughs> I like being able to work whenever I feel like it. Mm-hmm. But does Dan in the 1920s get to do that? We don't have the internet then. Typewriters. Yeah, I mean, I feel like writers still like could, you know, work from home. <laughs> yeah, 
I had clients. Oh, what uh, energizes Irene about her career? You know what? She just loves doing what she loves to do for a living. Dance. And that's partying. <laughs> Off of her parents' money. It's a great career. Uh, Butcher, what about what about his career? What energizes him about him? Well, I gotta say, ripping up a carcass really feels good, you know? When you're stressed out, you just, uh, you, just, you start just chopping up a carcass, and it feels, you know, it puts the whole world into perspective. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I'm trying to shake off zero killer vibes. Okay. Anyway, yes. <laughs> Eating meat seems to be normally calm me down to Spencer. We we all are trying to shake off the serial killer vibes right now of what was just said. <laughs> I feel like I need an adult. He's <laughs> following you guys and like I used to be scared of Leo. <laughs> like Leo's scary for like that. very normal reasons. <laughs> Nah, Leo's not scary. I don't know. You might need Butcher by the end of the night. Anyways. Marvin. Dalton, what about Marvin? Marvin, yeah. uh, he he finds so much joy in in telling telling the world and, and people about the 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 definitely real aliens that are all out there. And the he he loves to make he loves to get the truth out there and and that's enough enough for him. <laughs> Is knowing that that more people are educated about the the true realities of the world, and, and what things are going on <laughs> out there in space. Oh, wonderful! So with that, we can kind of pick back up where, where we were talking about where we left off. So currently, Butcher, Dan, and Leo, you're with with, with this uh, homeless man that you found in the basement with his belongings upstairs. Marvin Irene currently upstairs, kind of like guarding like the doors and whatnot. But uh, he initially attacked Dan or tried to. Dan was able to kind of dodge out of the way, but he dropped the the kind of like wooden stake that uh, like pole uh, that he that he had. And then he kind of backed up and his back is like up against these shelves and just kind of mumbling to himself. He, he's kind of scared out of his wits. So um, I believe we were going in turn order. And we have all of the turn orders up currently. Um, and Irene, you're still upstairs. Were you going to do anything or just kind of remain upstairs? <laughs> Irene was just planning on calling down and saying, hey, I'm uh, up here if you guys need anything. And is there any... Uh, sort of blunt object I could arm myself with up here on this level, this main level. Uh, sure, there's the walking stick that was on the, the table. Great, I'll grab that. Cool. There, uh, There's also this kind of like thicker, like wooden, like bar that you use to bar the door. I'll, I'll stick with the walking stick and I'll just kind of post out at this table here. I figured I'd hear someone coming up the stairs, so. Cool. I believe in the... Uh, in the weapons category, it'd be like a small, um, small club is why I would roll that as. So if we if it comes up, I would just use it. Yeah, as a small club. Okay. Um, <clears throat> okay. 
And with that, Leo's up next. So you, you, you Butcher, Dan are down here. The the homeless, the the hobo. It's kind of like his, he's kind of like freaking out. He's not looking at you guys. He's just kind of mumbling and kind of like his eyes darting around and such. So we have rope. Yeah, yeah, sure. All right. Do I have the rope? <laughs> <laughs> Would your character reasonably have rope on him right now? Wait, no. Huh? Wait, no, I didn't buy rope. I bought a lantern. <laughs> there would probably be rope in the farmhouse basement. Yeah. All right, I'm going to grab some rope. And I'm going to try and just tie this dude up. Okay. I'm going right. to I'm going to I'm going to sling my I'm going to sling my my uh, so I guess technically now we're uh, we're saying that the the Lewis gun is no longer readied for our for our purposes of in gameplay. Yeah, it's uh slung along my back, and I'm gonna grab some rope and I'm gonna try and I don't know is that like a brawl check? I'm gonna say it's a fighting maneuver because fighting maneuvers are like disarming an opponent, knocking them to a floor, or seizing and holding them. So I'm gonna say to tie up this opponent, that's gonna be a fighting maneuver. And okay. just just like any other kind of combat, uh, he gets to fight back or or dodge, and he's probably gonna dodge. So I'm gonna roll for his dodge, and um, guess I'll roll for the for the fighting brawl. Yes. Ah. Uh... Roll twenty really just goes out of its way to make your life harder. I feel like sometimes. Uh, so people who design roll twenty make the dice behave better. <laughs> you jerks. Um, yeah, so I failed. Um, luckily, I didn't fumble, but I definitely failed. Uh, he got an extreme success on his dodge. So. <laughs> You slippery hobo. Yeah, he, he slips out of the way of, of you trying to get him all tied up with the rope. Um, and he, so I'm going to go ahead and move your character real quick because I like to think that you moved mm -hmm. a little bit closer and he's, yeah. he probably like dodged out of the way and he's like over here now. So uh, next up, let's go to Marvin, who's upstairs. Yeah, um, I am upstairs, uh, and I was just kind of posting watch up here. Um, did you say there was an upstairs to this place? There is. So there in uh, this room over here, there is there's a trap door leading to the attic. That's right. That's right. Um, Good to know, but I'm I'm still just going to be posted up like outside this door in case anybody shows up. No worries. I'm trying to see. Um, you have to be of a certain height to like get up there. Um, or you can. It, it appears you might. You can definitely use a ladder to get up there. Oh, if you're size ninety, you can reach. <laughs> You can reach the 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 trap door, but like if you're not size ninety, you'd have to get a ladder. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm not. Tr I'm not trying to go into the creepy attic all by myself. So got it. Cool. <laughs> anyway, and none of us are Yao Ming. So yeah. 
So, okay, so you're 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 posing up by the door trying to watch his if he's going to do anything. Yeah, I, he, I, I I shout down like if you guys need if you guys are good or need help. Call. Sure. But yeah. Um so uh it's now um <clears throat> the hobo's turn and he is freaking out. He he was already scared beforehand, and then all of a sudden, uh, Leo comes over with some rope and tries to like rope him up, and he like dodges out of the way. So he dodges past Dan, just starts sprinting up the stairs. Oh, no. And when he gets up Watch here, he's probably going to see Marvin. So he's going to start running for the back door. <laughs> Butcher. Huh. <clears throat> is there so Dan has a a lantern um mm -hmm. with that lantern where where Dan's positioned am I able to see the rest of the room um to be able to see if there's um anything out of the ordinary Sure. You want me to kind of describe like what's down here real quick? Um, yeah. With the lantern, you're able to kind of see. Um, you see that it's the cellar is small and has a low ceiling. Uh, you feel like it's a little bit claustrophobic. The floor is hard packed earth and um, it's a little bit cooler because it's the basement. It just smells of dirt and dust. Um, there's a pair of chairs. Uh, over here with like a missing leg resting on its side. Let's see. On the shelves are cans and boxes uh, holding the long spoiled remains of foodstuffs. Uh, there's also just like other things of like tea and a, like a silver tea set that looks tarnished, some cast iron pots. On the lowest shelf, you can see it probably looks like liquor. Um, it, since you're kind of like in the middle of the room, you can even see like back here there. There is a ladder back here that's just kind of like standing off to the side. Um, mm. uh, as well as what looks to be a pile of lumber. And um, let's see a bundle under an oil tarpon, which is right here. All right, so nothing out of the ordinary. <clears throat> no. Uh, so, so Butcher is going to go uh, just follow up uh, the steps pretty quickly, yeah, or as quick as he can. Uh, trying to get past, uh, moving past Dan uh, to follow the the hobo. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see where where they're headed make sure that the other two are safe yeah <clears throat> now how much movement would i would i have here in in turn uh, order i would say you you're you're able to get to pretty close to like right behind robert probably like if you wanted to do anything like a fighting maneuver or anything with him you could probably do that okay um or talk to him <laughs> either way could i attempt to grapple or to yes. like grab a hold of him and like exactly put him in what you're next to him. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. what Justin just did. Uh, so you'd be doing a fighting right. brawl. 
<laughs> and he's probably just gonna dodge. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. So I have pretty good skill in that. That's good. He rolled pretty bad. Okay, well, that's not a great roll. Uh, um, same. Yeah, that fails. It fails. His failed too. He got like a 93. So I believe if it fails, double checking if they dodge. We see it dodging. You should, your attacker needs to achieve a higher level success than you. Okay. So because you didn't achieve a higher yeah. level success, it does yeah. not work. So. Okay. Unfortunately, you try to grab him, and he—he—he he, he is a slippery, slippery homeless man. Slips right out of your grip. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's your turn. I know you're slower, but you were closer to like the amount of distance they've had to move compared to you. You can make it to him as well if you want to do anything or whatever you'd like to do. Um. Uh, I mean, do we really care about this guy? Or just let him go, you know? I mean, he's obviously going through some shit. Uh, <laughs> I say we let him go. I'm not going to do anything. And I just, I just, like, I, I, I run up. You run upstairs, okay? I'm just like, guys, just let him, just let him go, just let him go. I, like, he's not a demon. He's 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 a dude. What he's, he's and he saw some shit, or or he's got like rabies or some shit. I don't know, but like, <laughs> just, just let him go. All right, with that, we come back to Irene. Irene, you now see this homeless person run out of the basement, being chased by Butcher, trying to catch him. Dan just saying, let him go, let him go. What do you, what do, you do? Um. Yeah, I'm going to let him go. I'm just going to sit at the table. I'm going to be like, all right, everybody's in one piece. Yeah, just, I don't think it matters. Leo, we're back to you. You can make it up the stairs to him. What do you want to do? Ah, uh, whatever. This crazy, crazy transient. He probably saw. He probably saw Satan in that basement. You know what? I'm out of here. Walking Everybody's upstairs. You, <laughs> you know what? <clears throat> <laughs> Can I tackle him? Yeah, yeah, that'd be another fighting maneuver. All right, I'm gonna fight him maneuver. Just letting you guys know if you want to calm him down, if you want to calm him down, you could do a psychoanalysis roll to right, like I've... try to talk to him. That's not gonna work for my character. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh yeah he he got a success so this with this greased up <laughs> is he neck or something Spunga. all right well Spunga. before before we get to red jake marvin 
Hmm. I know you're you're guarding the front door. It's, he seems to be making a break for the back door. He is slipping out of everybody's grip. Just, just maybe he has like tons of layers on. Everybody keeps pulling yeah. off a different layer. Um, no, he's just greased up. Yeah, he's just a greased up transient. Since it's covered in since they're upstairs, quick Bacon question. Grease. Quick question for Leo Bacon. and Butcher. Did you guys leave the keys in the car, or do you? Or you guys? Oh, no, have he has keys. his keys. You have your keys, Butcher. You have your keys. Uh, <laughs> I left the keys in the car because I was about to get shot out, and I had to take cover behind it. I make yeah, that makes sense. Uh. Well, I don't have any training in psychoanalysis, and I don't think I'd be able to calm him down with a 1% chance of success. I do. Shit. Whoops. Um, if, I, if, if I were to, like, get on the other side of him... Yeah. And, like not try to grab him or like just block tackle him but like just try yeah just try to block him and get in his way yeah i would reason that he doesn't have an escape route because if he was if he if you didn't go right there and his next turn was next turn i would say he's able to kind of like run out the back door and if mm -hmm. you guys want to pursue him then we'd initiate like a chase but since you're kind of like on the other side of him i would say that oh he can't escape now okay that's that's what I, that's what I, I'll try to like I see him running up the stairs and like people running after him and like as he cl climbs up the stairs I run run past him get on the other side and try and uh uh block his way out yeah um so he can't so he can't uh get anywhere if that makes sense yeah absolutely um he when it gets to his turn um he kind of like sees you block the way he kind of like looks back and forth and he just curls up into a fetal position and starts like just like murmuring and, and muttering so he's he's on the ground right now just like muttering to himself and it's butcher's turn <clears throat> butcher is going to attempt to, to to talk to the the man and ask what it what's your problem have you seen anything out of the unordinary <laughs> and he he readies his um his it's his like what is it uh sorry cleaver medium knife cleaver cleaver I think it's a medium sized knife her have it written down here uh you're <laughs> he's already incredibly frightened uh why don't you give me intimidation check to kind of scare the information out of him <laughs> sure <clears throat> oh and that is let's see here intimidate that's a success perfect put a check mark <laughs> Um, you hear him like whimper, like he puts his hands up and he's like, oh, please, please. <clears throat> there, I, 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 I was just trying to get away from the monster. 
So can I respond back, I assume? Yeah, I mean, we're kind of on a combat now. If if nobody's going to attack him or do anything, he's on the ground in a fetal position. We can just kind of like open up the dialogue with however you guys want to proceed. So yeah. he 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 kind of he kind of squeals back. Ah, I was just trying to hide from the monster. Where did you see the monster at? Uh, it, uh, look, I, I I I came. I just found this house yesterday. I was I was traveling. Uh, but all of a sudden, I heard strange noises, and and then I, I well, I tried to get away. I ran to the woods. I, w- I was running, huh. but then it got—I don't know—it got closer and closer. It smelled like oh, just rotting meat, and then uh, I, I think it heard something else in the woods because it 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 left me. Uh, I came back here during the day, and I was about to get my stuff, and that's when everybody else, you all showed up. Mm. Did it touch you? Did it do anything? Do you you feel different? No, no, I don't. No, I don't think so. Show us on this doll where it touched you. It didn't. It didn't probe you. You're sure? Aliens normally probe things. It. It. Alien. Yeah. You think it was an alien? I know it was an alien. <laughs> I don't know. I, I couldn't even see it. it. It was like it wasn't even there. Classic alien camouflage situation. It's going to kind of burst into this situation and be like, y'all are scaring the poor guy. You can see he's in the fetal position on the ground. And she's just going to kind of kneel by him and like, Put a hand on his shoulder, but she's going to kind of regret it because he's greased up. He's <laughs> He was able to slip out of everybody's grasp. So, <laughs> yeah, you, um, you, you kind of the pat his shoulder or whatnot. He goes, oh, uh, uh, oh, thank Thank you. What uh, would this monster look like? Uh, like I was saying, I, I I couldn't I couldn't see it. It was, well, it was. I, it, I all I all I know is it just smelled awful, like something died, and uh, it had a piercing shriek, like a scream. How big was it? I don't know. I couldn't I didn't see it. See it. Mm, well, I do have a trained nose for rotten meat. I mean, I have to, or else I'll sell some of that shit to some of my customers, and that's not good for business. Uh, speaking so, of which, there's not a smell roll, right? <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know. Detect hidden. Detect hidden. Maybe spot hidden. Maybe. Mm, I don't really think that the smell of rotten meat is hidden. Yeah, so it might just be like I don't know whatever you track. think is appropriate. Like, there's a track. There's a track. Okay. Ah, there's a track yeah. skill. Yeah. Uh, why don't you give me a track skill? A uh, track roll, uh, butcher. Well, this definitely isn't gonna end well. <laughs> it's ten percent. You could always push it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Luck. Okay, that's true. Uh, that's true. Luck it's is only great one, here. It's only one point. I will spend one point of luck. Wow. 
Spend That's six, get the critical success. It won't work out until it does. <clears throat> right. Um. Yeah. So if you spend the luck to succeed, yeah. Maybe you're like you're like saying I have a good nose, and you kind of like do a sniff in the air just to prove it. You then detect a faint smell of rotting, uh, like flesh from upstairs. Oh, I forgot there was an attic here. <laughs> but I certainly I'm getting a trail. That monster's up above us. Certainly too short to reach that that trap door. Uh, you think we can find a ladder somewhere? Probably in the basement. Probably grab one of these. Uh... Oh yeah, there's probably a ladder in the basement. I did see a ladder in the basement. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it's literally right there. So I'll, I'll grab the ladder with Dan. Let's see here. Oop, grab this ladder. Walking back upstairs. Boop, 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 uh, sorry, boop. let me Gangster give you this. and the writer having an adventure. But, but before we go upstairs, um, I, w I was going back through the the journal and stuff. Can I can I look in the fireplace? Yeah. Was it recently um being used, or is it safe to kind of like root around in the? It's it was recently used. Um. Uh. <clears throat> But the embers are kind of like long, like definitely from like last night, like uh, as okay. as uh, the homeless man is kind of like recalling his story, um, you kind of put together like, oh, he spent here last night. This is probably his fire okay. that he kind of put in. Is there so. like a, a, a iron poker or something that I can just like poke around in there, see if there's anything that's not like wood or coal or ash or like see if I can make it any writing on the inside of it or anything? Uh, there's not any pokers, but, uh, there's, like, there's the walking stick. You can use my stick. Isn't that made <laughs> of wood? Yeah, but it's not actively burning right now in the fire. All right, sure. You, like, poke around in the embers and stuff like that, but nothing at, uh, out of the ordinary kind of, like, pops out at you. It's okay. just some old embers. There's yeah. no writing or anything on or in the fireplace anywhere? Um, I mean, you might notice, like, above, like, because, like, along all the entrances and windows are, like, the protective wardings. You might notice there's, like, a few on the inside, mm -hmm. like, up, like, going out the chimney, but that's it. Okay. So, yeah. Proceed going upstairs, I guess. You guys, so, uh, I gave you, uh, control of the ladder. So, uh, it's, it's this token right here that you should be able to move and such. Hmm. So so if you want to move it to like right here, this is where the trap door is and everything. Uh, like task. Not it. I'm not going up first. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, Leo's gonna ready his. Uh, Leo's gonna ready his uh, his Lewis gun again. Yeah. All right, hold it still, and give me that. Give me, give me that lantern. Uh, you hear the homeless man uh, go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're, you're not going up there. That's where the creature's at. I said it ran into the woods. No, but it. I think it lives here. I was just trying to get my stuff to get out. 
You should be more clear next time. All right, so what are we going to do? Are we just going to burn the house down and send him off to, to, to hell where he came from? This oh, is a good strategy. Think that would work? I mean, fire, fire, fire usually works on stuff, right? The cleansing fires fueled by our Lord Jesus Christ will get rid of this thing. <laughs> um, can I do a an occult check to see if that would remove the protective runes that would allow it to escape? Yeah, sure. oh, yeah, you should probably do that. <laughs> Character <laughs> Leo is a devout Catholic and knows nothing about this. <laughs> yeah, because we might letting him take the lead is probably a good decision. Uh Okay. I am going to spend 5 luck points to make that a success. All right, yeah. I, yeah. Uh knowing using your occult knowledge of these signs and words, you know that like it wouldn't send the creature back, probably. It would probably just get rid of the wards, keeping it here. Oh. All right, well, maybe the cleansing fires of Jesus Christ are not the right answer for this. The root around oh, yeah. the first so, floor. The first so what do you and your Satanism know about what's going on? <laughs> Who are you asking that? Well, uh, butcher. Oh, Butchie, well, you, you know about Satan, apparently. I would say Satan, exactly, but, you know. That's not Jesus Christ, I know that. Definitely not Jesus Christ. Um, we set the thing on fire, we, we potentially just set it free, which could cause much, many more issues for surrounding area. And So how do we defeat it? Uh, well, you knew this there. We don't have much room. We got to play this real tight. But I, I think mean, if, that's the play. If um, fire is not going to work, I'm very hesitant about bullets. Irene, you said you were searching the first floor just for stuff. So look for those magical accoutrements that they mentioned in the journal that they left in the house. Sure. Ooh. Searching the um the first floor, you don't really see anything uh that like kind of matches the description that were in the letters and such. Um, but you could check the basement as well. I would like to do that. Cool. Going now down that the there is not a hobo there. Yeah. <laughs> Going down the stairs, um uh it is dark. Are you gonna take the lantern that Dan had or take Dan with you? Yes, I'm gonna take Dan with me. Dan, are you gonna go with her? Down into the basement. Cool. So looking down the basement, a lot of the things that I mentioned before with Christian, when Butcher was looking down here, are down here. You see mostly like spoiled food reserves on the top upper shelves, but on the bottom ones, some good liquor. Uh, you notice like a, a lumber pile here, the old tarpon, uh, tarpon, tarpon. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to T A R P A U L I N, old tarpon with a bundle underneath. Tarp. Tarp. <laughs> what's underneath the bun? What's the bundle? Yeah. Uh, as you kind of remove the the tarp, uh, you find an expensive looking travel trunk. Uh, the straps are fastened and the latch is secured. 
Um, I asked Dan to help me haul it up the stairs. Yeah. And I grab a bottle of booze with me. You do so. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right. If that's the case, I'm going back to the car real fast to go get my crowbar. I give everyone shots of booze while we wait for uh, Leo to come back to pry this trunk open. Comes back in, slams the shot, sticks the, I mean, because we don't have, I mean, oh yeah, this is the, do we have a key? We have a key, right? We were given. He was for the house, yeah. I thought. The 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 trunk is, is only like, it's only strapped. Like, it's not like locked up. It's just like the straps are like tightened around it, you know? Oh, oh, okay. We'll just yeah. undo the crowbar. Yeah. Yeah. Does the booze give us a buff? I feel like it should give us a buff. Like it's illegal. Like it's powerful stuff, right? <laughs> Anything illegal gives you superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the hard stuff. <laughs> Let's make alcohol illegal so it gives us superpowers again. <laughs> uh, I did so once so. play a uh, a super villain that was like Bane, but. It was called Captain Ireland. <laughs> and, and the more he drank, the more he, you know. Yeah, you get That's beautiful. <laughs> uh, so you guys have the trunk upstairs. Are you going to go ahead and open it up? Yep. Yes. All right, cool. When you open up the trunk, you see a folded black cloth with a handwritten le letter resting on top. Um... On the underside lid of the trunk are more warding sig sigils, sigils, sorry, sigils. Um, as you kind of explore the materials within, uh, you find that they're the same ones that are mentioned in Rupert Merriweather's journal. You find six folded black robes, a cigar box, and a sheaf of yellowed papers. You read the letter? Read the letter. All right. I'm going to give you a handout. Do-do-do-do-do. Ooh, handouts. Here is handout number five. There you guys are. Number five? Yeah. If somebody wants to read that out loud, I'll be right back. Mm, my handout's not Mine's working. blank. Yeah, mine's blank. Blank. <clears throat> blank. Hold on to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's blank for everybody. It's not showing? Oh, no. Nah. You just got. I, oh, can you can you try resetting it or something? Yeah. Let me. Once we take a quick break while Spencer goes to the bathroom, and then we get the handout reset, and then we read it off. Sounds great. Cool. Then we'll take a quick break, real quick. Hey everyone, welcome back to the ABCs of RPGs, where we teach you the basics of tabletop role playing games. This campaign, we're playing Call of Cthulhu, the starter set. And uh, I'm what's known as the Keeper of Arcane Lore. My name is Spencer, and I'm joined by my investigators, Dalton. Dan. Uh, Just, Justin. Justin. <laughs> Playing Leo Quinn, everybody's favorite gangster. Ashley. Ashley, I'm playing Irene Whitmore and Christian. I'm Christian, but I'm not, like, affiliated with that religion. That's my name. <laughs> All right. So we were in the basement. We were in the basement. They pried open a crate and found some, some yellowed paper in there. And a letter and cloaks. 
Yeah, you found uh, the a handwritten letter resting on top of everything. Then you found six flat, uh, folded black robes, a cigar box, and a sheaf of yellowed papers. But here is the letter that you guys found. So everybody can see the, the writing and stuff now, right? Yes. All right, perfect. To, to anybody who's playing this adventure on Rule 20, uh, they put the handout information... Uh, under the GM notes, but didn't put it under like accessible for players. So make sure you move that information. But if anybody would like to read that out loud, go right ahead. I'll go for it. <clears throat> I don't know why I'm putting this down on paper. It's probably a bad idea, but I feel the need to leave some kind of explanation for my actions and intent. When I took the sarcophagus from my uncle, I did not think it would be missed. I expected to be able to research it and return it later. I was such a fool. Despite believing in the powers we tried to summon, I grossly misunderstood the consequences. Robert is dead, and Harold, a madman. I'm going to back to the farmhouse to organize our things. I dread stepping foot again in this place, but I must make sure that our materials will be available again when we need them. Since the others are too shaken to attempt a banishment of the creature, I can only hope that the thing hasn't the power to remain in our reality more than a few hours or days. At least it's bound to the house itself. I shall search for a means to destroy it before the last of us passes from this world and it's released from the house, if it's still there. I believe I know where I can find the knowledge I need to drive the creature away without assistance from others. I hear tales of mystics in New Orleans and know much of the true magics of the world. Oh, that know much of the true magics of the world. I am leaving the gold box in Rupert's care. I told him not to sell it or to have it praised by anyone, but I did not tell him why. He seemed puzzled by my insistence not to live in Boston, but I believe that he trusts my judgment not to go into danger unwittingly. My uncle does not know about our dark brotherhood. So Rupert and the others will be safe from anyone looking for it. I'll be back to put things right again. Marion Allen. P.S. I write this before closing the lid on the trunk. The thing is still in the attic of the house. It seemed to recognize me and spoke foul curses at me. I will carve protective wards on the trunk to prevent any tampering with its contents, just in, t in case. Because he did. All right. Well, I want to put one of the cloaks on. Uh, you do so. Is a black robe with like a like not like just it can kind of like drape over your face if you want to, or you can kind of like lean it back. Yeah, I want to drape it over my face. <laughs> um, and then can I look at the yellow sheaves of paper? Sure. Yeah. When you when you get those, you get uh this. So looking at it as it is, um. You can probably guess this is probably the the chant. <laughs> like an exorcism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is something. Exorcizo. Does anybody have a language Latin? Looks like yeah, it looks like a, a a word template before you actually delete it and put what you want in it. 
Well, Leo's Catholic, so he knows he might know a little bit here. Ah, spirit. Something about exercising it. Yeah, it's important Fine. to take your demon on three long walks every day. Fine science. Oh, I see that here. Uh, let's see. In the name of truth. Something. Something, something. Original. Divination. Do we think this is an exorcism, like a way to get rid of it, or the way to summon it? It says exorcizo twice. I'm guessing it's I an exorcism. I feel like it's getting rid of it. In the name of Nylar Nyrotep. Basing on that smell, it's it's here. <laughs> um, among... exorc- I, 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 I exercise you, O demon. Omni... Omni, no K. I'm something about. I mean, if we just if we just say it though, you know, do we need to understand it or do we just say it? Well, we should probably understand it before we say it. Yeah. Among K. You're, you're good. You're good with the words there, uh, Dan. You, you, you can you translate this? Um. You you know words. <laughs> I know, I know English. I know a little bit of Italian, and apparently, I know some Moo. Bro, <laughs> if you know if you know Italian, you might be able to get most of this. Latin is the predecessor for the Italian language, uh, and and Spanish and Portuguese and you know mm-hmm. French. Mm-hmm. All the Romance yes. languages, the Romance languages, yes. And and hey, also butcher. Which is which is which is Satanism? Make with the Latin. <laughs> could I? <laughs> what can I? Can I do an occult role for Latin? I mean, it's not, it's Latin. It's not really. It's specifically a language Latin role. Oh yeah, there is that, isn't there? Yep. Yeah, that's true. Um, I forgot about that. Okay, that that, that wouldn't be good for me. I'll what, roll one percent. What? Yeah. The one percent, Dan. Yeah, I have. I have Latin one percent. Yeah, <laughs> How much luck you got? We all we do. <laughs> I got thirty-five luck. So if I roll under a thirty-five, I can do it. I'm out of luck after that. But yeah, we might need that. Oh, Dan, that's a good roll. Uh, I spend all of my luck points. Not all of my luck points. Uh, I spend thirty-six luck. luck points. I spend thirty-six. I have twelve luck now. <laughs> Hopefully, we don't need it. Probably. At least getting your luck back if you survive will be easy. So you, so you're going to spend all of your luck to succeed that, right there, yeah. to oh, to translate to translate it. Yeah. Okay. We can just accept that it's probably an exorcism because it has exorcizo in it. That I am not taking that bet. Here you go. Here, here is the translation that you spent your luck points to get. <laughs> so, just to let you know, there are seven copies of the the Latin chant, and then uh, last there is also this pentagram 
that they that is included as a, like a, a as a design. So <laughs> my handout edge seven is blank. Oh no, I didn't copy it. I'm sorry. Boom. There it is. With spirits, I exercise wisdom and virtue by the divine knowledge, by the dark void, by the name of the old ones, the root, the trunk, the source, the origin of all other divine names, whence they all draw their life and power. I exercise you by the name of Nilar Hotep, Nilar Hotep. Signifying the most excellent bringer of wisdom, his majesty so high and brighter than the stars of the void. I exercise you by the name of most powerful Azathoth. The all-powerful shall punish the crimes. I exercise you and I command you absolutely, O demon, in whatsoever part of the universe you may be by the virtue of all these names, hear you and obey I all right. saying, I told you guys it was an exorcism. Did we really need to know what it meant? Oh. Can we say it in English now instead of Latin? Or does the monster only understand Latin? Um, I think we have to say we it in Latin. should probably say it in Latin. Butcher, do we need to get the creature in the circle? Or do we... Can we we just need to do draw it? this pentagram probably. Yes. Also, wouldn't it make more sense to technically say it in like Aramaic or like some dead language? Like, didn't Latin is a dead language. Language. Latin is the language that you use to exercise things. Right. I know. I guess this is just like a deeper, you know, like didn't didn't the Roman His Holiness the Pope didn't the Romans kill Jesus? They helped. Yes. So why speak to a group, group effort, really? I don't know. Never mind. Never mind. This is a deeper issue. It, okay. No, his, no, his, no, his, his holiness. His exorcisms happen in Latin. Okay. Do we, we find like chalk or some, Excuse or me? even um, chalk? Within within the house, something that we could use, like even like, there's writing utensils on the end of a well, and we can use use um charcoal from the the fire. We can yeah. destroy it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, an ashy end of a stick or something. We could boom. Do it, butcher. Can I? T hey, Irene. Can I take your walking stick? I mean, Martin has it now, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I'm going to... Or Butcher's going to take that and, and then, like, sit it in the fire so that it the end kind of um, starts burning a bit enough to kind of be able to kind of draw this out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe and put it right underneath the trap door so it just splots right into the pentagram. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. When we get this drawn, we're going to need to stand together around the pentagram and say these words in unison. 
everybody get your cloaks on. And I, I like pull the hood down over. Was my there face. cloaks for everybody? There's yeah. There's ah. Uh, yeah, did anybody share the, uh, the original, like, um, journal with, uh, with Butcher? Like, the, the passages, like, did Dan point out the passages to Butcher about, like, the, the ritual and stuff like that? I wasn't sure if Butcher knew about, like, how to proceed and do everything. I know he got, he, you're sharing this information with him, I just wasn't sure if he was shared the other information. <laughs> I mean, learn. as far as Butcher, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say, I thought we shared it with Butcher last week. Oh, we did? Yes, we did, didn't we? Because Marfa ran up and, and threw, put the journal in his face, right? Something like that. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, cool. Didn't, didn't get to read through it, you know, with... Extensively. Yeah, extensively with, <laughs> you know, time to spare. But um, a little bit of winging it, a little bit of prior knowledge. But so if if they had a ritual right to exercise it they had the circles they had the stuff they had the chance to get rid of it why didn't they just do that like what there has to be some catch like something we're missing they were too shaken to go back and then they yeah. all died yeah one actively yeah. died during the the whole um summoning of the demon in the first place but it didn't need to be but it didn't need to be them it could have been anybody anybody could have as long as one of them was like just gathered other people to come read the chant or whatever they could have well there was a pact right um that it mentioned the Fuck dark packs. brotherhood or whatever yeah this, this my uncle does not know about our dark brotherhood I'm assuming so it did it not have to be members of this i don't i mean if it has to be members of the pact then us doing the chain isn't gonna fucking doing it do anything eh. mm. we must accept the pack of the dark brotherhood <laughs> i don't really know i'm just trying to <laughs> okay we my brother. do my best here <laughs> we we have our own pact it's the the pact of Leo, I Irene, Marvin, Dan, and, and Butcher. Take take this so and slit your hand until you draw blood. <laughs> he hands it he, he much he does it on his hand and then hands it over to to just like anybody else around us that takes it. You're a weird guy, Butchie. <laughs> I take the knife and I grab it and I'm like, eh, whatever. Yeah, okay. I, I whip out my switchblade and I, and then put it onto the and squeeze a little bit of the blood into the center of the pentagram. This, I think this is how you do it. Maybe. Um, looking. Everybody at put the blood in the little sign of similar area, so it is a little mix it. The sarcophagus back, so we can like bind it to something. Oh, maybe. Because they released it from that piece of amber. Do you think we need it to, like, put it back in the sarcophagus? Do we not have it anymore? I, I tried to find it in the fireplace, and it wasn't there. Oh, the sarcophagus? I thought we had the sarcophagus, because, like, we had it at the library, and, and we were, that's where all the moose symbols are and everything. We have, we have it. Sure. Pretty sure I have it, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
wasn't there a thing in the sarcophagus? The, the amber in the sarcophagus, though. Oh, yeah, that wasn't there. That's gone. Yeah, we'll just have to see if we can bind it to the sarcophagus itself. <laughs> or are we binding it or are we just exercising it? I don't know, man. We're exercising it. Let's, 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 oh, we're sending it back to hell. Let's place it in the middle of the pentagram. It'll be the only place it can drop out of into it. Okay. Right from the attic. Do we need any powder? They threw powder into the fire last time. Probably not. The summoning's probably different than the exercising. Remember, you you did have a cigar box that was in oh, the material. Let's crack open the cigar box. I forgot. Yeah, what's in the cigar box? Leo's gonna. Well, yeah. they're all having this argument. Leo's like, "Oh, hey, cigars, nice." <laughs> <laughs> You're already taking shots. You're like, "Let's crack open some cigars. Let's see it." Yeah, kind of. The box and brand of cigars date back to the 1870s, and inside is a small metal canister containing a coarse and brownish powder as well as a smaller wooden box with a sliding lid. Open oh, the uh, other box. Open the other box. Okay, but then this all right. smaller box is a silvery talcum powder-like substance. Which, so you have... Which, which powder do we need? Sorry, you were saying, Spencer. No. Babe. That's fine. <laughs> um, why don't... Hey, I... I found something. So you said we needed an amber. This is amber colored. And then I found this other silver powder. All right. Hey, Butchie. Mm. What's... I'm not getting paid enough for this. Well, you're not getting paid. At... We're always getting paid. Exactly. Hey, you're getting paid. There's paid gold. You guys are getting paid? <laughs> Hey, so what's uh what's in the with the bread, so brown powder, silver powder, um, which make with the Satanism of this of the sort? What's that? <laughs> Does the the notebook actually reference what is needed or um, used here? It mostly just says that Alan throws a handful of powder in the fire, producing an evil-smelling smoke and dampening the flames, which now burn a sputtering green and brown. Um, so, yeah. Um, well, so, I mean, it stands to reason that he threw, he threw the brown powder in. Makes sense to me. Uh, there's pentagram a, chalked on the floor. There was another uh, mention of of powder um, on March 20th, 1877. The thing formed in the center of the pentagram, shapeless and nearly invisible. Its terrible voice should have given us a clue, but we were so foolish. It spoke then it spoke. Then Alan cast that damned powder on the gin, the dust of even Gaza, he calls it. And that's when we could all see it clearly. The weird name so, of cocaine. They mentioned two different powders. Okay. They mentioned well, then two that's different probably powders. so. Probably the the amber one is that what we need to summon it, and then to make sure that we can see it uh, is the other powder. Mm. 
we haven't heard any commotion from the attic or anything, right? No. Okay. So do we do we think we need to get the thing and get it in the circle? Or do we think that we can just do the chant and it gets sucked in from wherever it's at? Well, we can try the chant first. I mean, the, 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 the circle's here. We already drew it up. You know, I, I, I saw in other playthroughs of uh, Call of Cthulhu that you can make an idea roll, which is just your intelligence uh, mm. score and just kind of like see what you can kind of come up with, uh, like on the spot. So the great idea. I'll get who's smart here. <laughs> uh, Dan, Dan's smart, right? I got um, 14. 14. Yeah, my in that's a major success for me. Oh, extreme success wow. or a hard? hard Got it's it. lower than half of my end well marvin yep. came up with an idea <laughs> for sure sweet marvin Pardon you kind of you, you realize so what were you trying to come up with like how to get the thing in the the pentagram and stuff oh i was, was i was more what like do we do we think we even need to get it into the pentagram or do we or is it just going to get sucked in from wherever it's at because if you read the chant yeah it says in like oh demon in whatsoever part of the universe you may be yeah like is this just gonna like seal it from wherever it's at yeah. or do we need to like physically get it into the circle you think that you don't need to get into the circle you think that like whatever this chant will like specifically target the being and pull it in and send it out okay so, yeah does it need to be done here do we think like could we just go <laughs> somewhere else because it's upstairs and it's probably gonna hear us trying to seal it away and probably start trying to kill us i guess we probably well, have to be in the vicinity of, of of the demon to get it exercised you yeah. probably can't just go back to new york and then exercise it from there and hope everything went well I don't know how that interacts with the protective runes. Because the runes are keeping it in, like, the house. there. Mm, that makes So sense. it wouldn't probably be able to get summoned to the pentagram. So I don't know. <laughs> that, yeah, that makes sense. Like, we have to... It wouldn't... The ritual, like, trying to suck it out of the house wouldn't be able to because it's, it's all runed up inside. That makes sense. I would think so. Um... Try to roll to figure out which powder we need. Uh, sure. Yeah. That is a success. Well, do I have to be below? My intelligence is 60. Yeah, you have to be below the roll. Meet or below. So if your intelligence is 60, then you meet success. <laughs> Got it. Um, yeah. I mean, you maybe you, you like take a few embers of like the fire and you take like a little pinch of it and you just put it on there and you it's the brown uh, powder that you put on the fire and it like sparks up and you, it's the same kind of greenish brown that is described in the journal. And, you're, and you, you can probably guess, oh, the brown powder, that's that's what probably does it. So but you need to burn during the ritual. Well, see, but that makes me feel like I need the other powder so I can. Because that one brought it here. No, it just lets you see it. No, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, described in the journal, 
the other powder was just like yeah the 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 silvery one just allowed them to allowed like casted it on the creature allowed them to see it okay so so we've got a plan i think somebody needs to get ready to sprinkle a lot of this powder on the fire (laughs) get in place on the pentagram and then once we start smelling that odor get closer Throw the other powder on it so we can see it and we complete the chant. Why don't we just bar the roof? Like, just bar the door up up there so it can't get out. Just throwing out ideas. (laughs) I mean... You get a fire going? Yeah, um... Irene gets right. fire going. Perfect. Should I do an idea roll just for like I, I, an idea to defeat the monster without any of us dying? Are there more ideas in there, babe? Oh, sure, Dan. Go ahead. <laughs> well, why don't we see what kind of idea you can come up with? If you run away right now. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, yeah, so I am going to spend the final 12 points of my luck. Why don't I push your roll? You, you could push your roll. I'm going to push my roll. All right, if you sure. push your roll, if you succeed this push roll, you'll, you'll, you'll think of an idea of how to best keep everyone alive for the night. But if you fail... You are stumped, and uh, who knows what will happen. Fair. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. Oh, me. Well, we're stuck. <laughs> Listen, guys, I've got good days, bad days. It's a bad day. All right. So you guys, you set a fire, you draw the pentagram. I imagine you, you like push like the, uh, the, uh, uh, the hobos who you never asked who his name was, uh, <laughs> uh, sleeping bag aside. Um, do you close the doors and stuff like that and kind of like, like bar this back door and such like you were talking about? Cause Marvin mentioned barring the, the, the attic. I wasn't sure if you were going to bar anything else. I don't think we really need to bar anything else since it, they're an escape for me. Yeah. Okay. We need to be able to get out. Like, it can't get out because there's still the runes preventing it from leaving the house, allegedly. Apparently, it went into the woods. Right, homeless guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think so. I, I thought I heard it when I came back. Hey. But you said it the house. Oh, uh, people call me uh, J- Jake. Red Jake. Jake, you said, it, you said it left the house, went into the woods, and came back. Well, yeah, it was. Ch- I I ran. I was spend the night here. Yeah. I was upstairs, and I I ran out because it scared me, and it chased me, and then it darted off some other way, and then I came back during the day. But when I came down, and when I came in, I did hear some movement upstairs, and then that's when all y'all showed up, and and I hid down the basement. So you know for there a was fact- some runes we found outside earlier. You you know for a fact that the <laughs> creature, whatever it is 
yeah. left this house. And, and yeah, I don't know if it came back, but I thought I heard something upstairs. Okay. Thanks, upstairs. So it's not trapped here. Oh, wait, that makes sense because it was only trapped as long as they were all alive. Allegedly. So who knows where it is now? I don't know what any of y'all are talking about. Other people alive. Some 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 sort of a cult thing happened here, and I I don't want any part of it. Well, you best be on your way, Red Jake. No, no please. I'll, I'll gather my stuff and I'll leave right now. No, Red Jake. So we need we need another person to help us. This is your chance. This is your chance to 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 do something greater with your life and 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 I'm going to use fast talk role on this guy to convince him to stay and help us. Yeah, what else is is he going to do? Pay 50 pay 50 cents to get a job that'll pay him an hour? Pay him a dollar? Funny enough, he actually has 32 cents in his pocket from his last odd job. So Yeah, unfortunately, that's not enough to buy a new job. <laughs> okay. Uh, fast talk. Yeah, that that's that's a success. My fast talk is sixty-eight. I, I guess I guess I could stay around for a little bit, not too much longer, but uh, sure. All right. How how can I help? All right, Jake. Red Jake, we're gonna need you to throw this stuff in the fire. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did everybody get on a one of the pedigree? Most dangerous jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you guys yeah, are here for the ritual. Um, it's probably about only like 8 p.m. by now because you got to the town, what did I say, like 3, 4 p.m. around that time. And then like it's been about four hours of you guys exploring the house and kind of like undoing the trunk and everything. So like the sun's definitely like setting, but it's not set just yet. Um, but yeah, you guys have set up the pentagram, you have a fire going, um, you have the doors unlocked for an easy getaway in case anything happens, but, uh, yeah, uh, what's, uh, what's everybody doing for the ritual? So you have Red Jake, he's gonna be putting the green powder on the fire, or the brown everybody powder on the fire. Everybody stand on a point of the pentagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. That feels like a good idea. Butcher, what you doing? There he is. Leo, get your ass over here. Ow. All right, do we all have our cloaks on? Wait, did we board up the attic? Yeah, I thought so. How are you boarding it up? Did you want to take, like, a, a plank and, like, nail in some, like, nails to the top? I did see some nails and stuff in the basement. Yeah, we should probably do that first, shouldn't we? Probably. Yeah. Just letting you know, the the trap door opens this way, so you can like nail, you can like close it up, but the it opens like that. So it opens in anyway. Yeah. Uh, so what's the point? Board. We could put like a board over it and like nail a board. You know, <laughs> just like a board that's like the size of the opening. Yeah. All right. He was just standing there with the tools and the hammer, like, uh, <laughs> so what y'all want to do? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not I'm not really a contractor. So like I mean it's a hammer and nails. Like it's it I mean, you're not 
It's not architecture. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just not really good with this sort of thing, you know? Okay. Well, I'm going to go up and I'm going to put one board. If I can find one that's kind of like the size of the the door itself. If I can do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to hammer it to the door. And if I can find another one, I'm going to do the same thing. So like two little nails just going right in and there's two smaller boards hammered in. I'm going to take another sort of larger couple pieces and I'm going to hammer it into the, the board that's in there and then into the side of the, well, like, you know, on the outsides of the, of the trap door, like the door frame. Yep. And I'm going to, so that way it'll be like harder for it to um, rip up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least it'll have to rip other boards out. Yeah, it'll it'll have to either bust through or rip it open. Might buy us a few crucial seconds. Yeah, yeah. For all for all the folks that just joined, we're right in the middle of what we hope is an exor- exorcism of a some Egyptian mm-hmm. demon, I believe, based mm-hmm. on naming and stuff, and we are right about to start doing this thing. There's a creature in the attic. Um, it stinks like rotten meat. Yep. And hopefully this actually does the exorcism to the thing. Here's hoping. When we get done here, can I have its body? For what? You're so weird. There is anything left. Uh, So weird. Think about that. (laughs) No, we're going to burn it. Burn it? We need to study it. No, we're going to burn it. Well, what if I told you that's what it's going to be used for? You know, dissecting. you're studying. Well, dissecting. Study. Study. Are you going to study your shot as misery in this? That's a weird guy, Butcher. Point in time yet? (laughs) You're a weird guy, Butcher. I don't know about you. Well, I guess we should just do the chant. We're all set up, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So you start chanting. And like I said, it's about eight o'clock. Uh, are you all, is it everyone chanting at the same time? Like, yeah. yeah, I thought that's uh, like the, the only way it's going to work. Yeah. And Red Jake has to throw the the powder on the fire. Yeah, he does so. Um, Probably about like 20 minutes goes by. And you notice, like, uh, nothing seems to be happening so far. Well, it took, like, two hours last time. We could say the chant again. I think we have to, like, keep saying the chant. Okay. Louder and louder every time. Possibly. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, light as a feather, um, stiff as a board and whatnot. You keep going, and we'll we'll say you go for those two hours then. And at after about two hours, it's like right around ten o'clock. Nothing really seems to happen. Um, you you think you have most of the steps correct, but definitely something's uh, missing uh, from what you've been doing because you don't feel any kind of like magical presence or any kind of like thing kind of happen. Um, especially there- yeah. Did we have the sarcophagus in the middle still, or no? Did you? I, I thought, thought we, we did. did. Yeah, we I thought that was like part of the plan there. the whole time. 
cool. Yeah. It still nothing happened. So there was definitely something that was missing uh, from 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 the ritual that you're doing. But like you, you stop and maybe you're kind of resting for like a few more minutes trying to figure it out. And you hear kind of like a, a screech come from like the uh, the the attic and it and you hear a and something leave. Well, that's not good. I mean, I I you, what did you do? <laughs> I guess I, I look outside. Do I see um anything like I know it is hard to see, but do I see like uh ruffles yeah. in uh, uh you may you partially see something leaving and you have to make a sandy roll. Ooh. Yeah. So that's just a one D one hundred against my current Sanity. Sanity. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's taking a while to roll those dice. So basically, nope, I passed. You see, you got a ten. Perfect. You don't lose any sandy at all. If you would have failed, you would have lost one d three. But you see a faint tangling vortex rolling through the air. Leaves are shaken from branches as the thing whirls above them and out into the woods. I, I mean, I shout back to everybody. He's like, guys, it left. It went into the woods. We need, I think, should we go after it? Uh, in the middle of the night? We have a lantern. It seems like a bad idea. Well, trying to exercise it isn't doing anything. That's true. I'm telling you, it just needs a long walk. It's not a dog. You can't just exercise it. Right, no, not ever in your Irene, it's a different. It's it's exercise with an O, not an E. Oh, what's the difference? Yeah. Uh, one is righteous, holy action, and the other one is you know like jogging. It's recommended by many doctors. Yeah, four out of five recommend the jogging. Jogging. Or jogging. Jogging. Careful with your joints. If you have bad joints, you know. You want a power walk. That's when the one. Swimming could be put. Yeah. All right. Well, we have two Mm -hmm. options. We can either go after it or we can stay here and pour over the journals to try and figure out what we're missing. And then as you as you kind of say, like, go after it, Red Jake goes, no, you can't go out after it. That thing, uh, it's it's a terrible monster. You don't want to get killed, do you? No, it's not really. If we can't let's see if we can't pour over the journal some more and figure out what we're not doing right. OK, sure. Yeah. Let it get away. OK, so I start reading. Get away. It's Mike's probably just going to come back. He knows we're here. All right. Um, Spencer, do you want us to, like, do a roll just to see, like, if we can notice anything we missed or? Sure, yeah. We can do another, like, idea roll. Was it the candles? Were we missing the candles? Was there candles? Or occult. I'll also allow occult. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to review the. The notes from Rupert and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
I definitely I failed my occult roll to try to. <laughs> can I can I make an occult roll as well? Yes. So we begin with Alan instructed just a fire is set in the fireplace and a pentagram is on the floor. Is are we not using? Hey, look over at the look over on the desk. Is there is there a piece of chalk over there? Spencer, that's kind of a question for you. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> is there is there actually like that, that piece of chalk left over from the last time they tried this? On? I'll say yeah. In the trunk was probably like a piece of chalk in there. Okay. So let's uh, let's trace over the 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 charcoal with the the chalk. We'll redraw the the pentagram with chalk this time. Mm-hmm. You found chalk. I had asked for chalk earlier, and you guys said there's no chalk. Well, maybe you should have looked in the desk, guy. You know, yeah, you were the one. Ballpoint pen, you can't draw on the floor with a ballpoint pen. He found the chalk in the desk, man. Listen, yeah, jeez. Oh, mm, good job. All right, well, let's see. So, put a pentagram marked on the floor with appropriate symbols. Redrawing, looking, double checking the note. Any cult roll, Christian? Yeah, yeah. Two black tapers. Yeah, the candles. Flanking. The piece of amber. Uh, Christian. Oh, that? you need a watcher. So maybe I'll do that. Mm, do we trust Jake enough for the, to have him do that? <laughs> Who? Red Jake? Red Jake can chant. He's all right. Uh-huh, sure. This yeah. is weird. Put this on. How how literate is Red Jake? <laughs> just <laughs> throw, just 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 repeat. Just you've been hearing us say it the last two hours. You know what I we need to say. That doesn't make me feel better about saying it. <laughs> Look, you want to get out of here alive or not? I mean, I'm here. Great. Good, we're on the same page. Pat him on the shoulder. Uh, Put the robe into his arms. Put that on. Stand next to Irene. Okay. Where, where, where am I? Stand in between Butcher and Melvin, and, and make with the chanting. I um, uh, oh. I ready, I ready the 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 Lewis gun. So now we have that. Give me the, give me the, um, give me the powders. Oh wait, so Alan throws the powders. Am I okay? Alan? So no. Christian, you got a uh, what kind of success on that occult roll? Um. Let's see here. So, probably a hard success. Um, well, it's just a a fifth, right? Uh, yes. Extreme. Uh, so it wouldn't be. The, yeah, it, w- it would just be a uh, hard success. Hard success. Okay, cool. Um, you from your occult knowledge and and knowing all things from being a part of the SEU, the Society for the Un- uh, for the Exploration of the Unexplained, you recognize that, like, oh. You know, obviously, if you're going to do a ritual, you're you're you should probably do it at midnight. You can't start it any earlier. It's definitely time time sensitive with a lot of these rituals. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes, we're trying again at midnight. Yeah. But everything else, everything everything else seemed to be just fine. 
Maybe the candles, but. Can we put some candles out there? Are there candles anywhere? Uh, there's lanterns. Sure. We yeah, we'll it. set the lanterns. <laughs> Do those traditionally yeah, candles have to be like on the tips of the pentagram or around it? Or like the tips of the star within the pentagram? I don't know. I don't know. Just Mr. Member of the Secret Society for the Devil, you tell us. I don't. I don't deal with pentagrams that often. <laughs> Are you like in the thing? Are you? Did you just join? No. But I deal with a different section of the SEU. I mean, the pentagram section is a different, different part. <laughs> Can you call one of the guys who deals with pentagrams then? Yeah, I, are are telephones mobile? I mean, what are you what are you trying to ask me here? I mean, I could uh, you you have we have some sort of Morse code. What is the machine set? The, the you mean a telegraph? Telegraph, there we go. <laughs> Is there a telegraph around here? No, we'd have to go back into town for that. We'd have to go back into probably where the university is to send a telegram. What time is it? Uh, it's like... Middle of the night. Probably about closer to 10.30 now. Um, so you're not too far off from midnight. We don't have time for that. No, we can't go back into town, send a telegram, and ask him about it. You know what we're supposed to do for an hour and a half? I guess just wait? Mm, well, if it's outside, that means when we start doing the ritual, it's going to try to come inside. So we should probably board up this house as best as we can. And if we have to chant him for two hours, I'm going to need, like, a lozenge or something. Because that really took it out of me last time. Oh, I got you. Nice, thank you, man. Yeah. There you go. Was Halls like producing lozenges back then or Oh no, this is just a little puddle of cocaine. So Yeah, it's just it's, it's, it's a little bump. It's just a quick little bump, that's it. No, 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 for real though. Actually, like so old old lozenges pre prohibition, they actually were like partial, like they were little mm -hmm. like pellets of cocaine. <laughs> Where do you get all of this information from? I've read a lot about pre-prohibition and prohibition and stuff like that. Pretty interesting. <laughs> this would be common knowledge. So they just like really like a couple of years ago they stopped doing this. <laughs> um, so no, these, everyone would have known that the, the old cough drops used to work a lot better. <laughs> the old Coca-Cola used to be a lot more addictive too, right? Yeah, mm, it sure just did. A little bit that it, 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 the the Coca Cola company likes to really kind of be fast and loose with whether or not they used to do that. You go to the old, you go to the Coke factory in Atlanta, and they're like, "Oh no, no, not really a little though." <laughs> a little. <laughs> so you guys, uh, if you want, we can just skip ahead to midnight while you guys are performing the ritual again. Do you want to yes. do that? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So we pick up right there. So. You guys are doing everything in place uh, correctly for the ritual. So from here on out, uh, we're going to do this kind of like round by round. Um, just to kind of keep things in track. So I'm going to I'm going to make sure everybody's set in initiative order like you are currently. And as round by round goes, um, things are going to kind of happen. Um, so 
we'll just go ahead and start at the top. And everybody just kind of describe what you're you're doing to either if you're either helping chant in the ritual or if you're like being one of the watchers or whatever you're doing. Just kind of like describe what you're doing as I go to each of you in turn. So, um, Ashley, what are you doing? I've got my cloak down over my brow. I'm reading the paper because even though I've been saying it for the past four hours, I am concerned I will mess up. Um, and I, I kind of, I feel like maybe I sat down into crisscross applesauce cause I was bored of standing for four hours too. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. All right. Next up is Leo. Yeah. Leo, Leo's getting in a good position where he can guard both doors. He also is taking more, um, planks of wood and whatever nails he's got left and um trying to uh bar the doors as best he can mm. um oh perfect so you're you're kind of like over near the windows and the doors kind of barring them up right mm-hmm. cool cool marvin uh, um i guess i'm on i'm on uh chant squad chant squad okay uh, but I pull up a chair. Can I be in it? Can I be just sitting in a chair while we chant? Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I pull over like it looks like one of those big comfy ones, and I I pull that over and set it down, and I I sit down in it, and I've been chanting along. Yep, <laughs> you're doing your thing, thinking. So what what does Marvin think that he's doing? Because he doesn't does he does he starting to think that this is actually Satanism, or does he still think this is like sending a Martian home? <laughs> No, this is this is uh, well, you know, you know the 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 saying like um, any like sufficiently advanced technology will seem like magic to those unfamiliar with it. So like he think this this is like an extremely elaborate like uh like technology type thing. Like this is how aliens communicate and send messages and stuff. Of course, uh, we as humans just aren't intelligent enough to like truly understand the the inner workings. <laughs> like Mysterio and Spider-Man. It's just a bunch of projectors that are. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Red Jake, because you ca- you put a robe on him and you told him to start chanting. He's he's chanting along. He's helping out. So, you know, he's doing this thing. Yeah, he 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 like glances side to side and he doesn't really know what's going on, but he's 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 helping. Butcher. Yeah, so um Butcher has this this cloak draped over his head and his head down, um, and it looks like he's praying. He's got his hands together, um, um, standing on on the tip of the, of the star of the pentagram, and um, quietly, um, the the people next to him might be able to overhear. He he isn't necessarily a religious man. He you know he is. Um, privy to the knowledge of of other dimensions and and worlds and and higher powers, but he's kind of just ex- expressing um, this desire that if he is to go tonight, that he may go to the place of his late wife, oh. wherever she may be, in whatever state she may be, whether it's heaven, hell, purgatory, you know, whatever it may be. So, 
Everyone keeps giving Butcher such a hard time, but he's just a big old softy. <laughs> well, maybe he should try being less creepy. <laughs> Life's been hard for me. Okay. You do that voice on purpose? Or is that just how you sound? Actually, so the big all the bone dust he's inhaling and doing the pushing. No, that that's that's how I sound. <laughs> Question is that. So so Butcher is helping chant though, right? As well. Yes, yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. That, right, that's that's right before the, the yeah. chanting. Yeah. Cool. Perfect. Dan, what are you doing? Um, has anyone been like a watcher? I know. I know. Leo. Leo is. Yeah, like, yeah, Leo's, 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 Leo's doing the watcher role that's listed as like a, a role in like handout one. All right. I mean, I guess I could help with chanting then. Oh, with chanting. All right. Unless there's anything else that needs to be done that I'm not thinking about. Um, is anybody putting uh, stuff on the fire? Is yeah, that? Leo, Leo, Leo can do that. Leo can do that from where you know, as part of the watching thing. Throw the, throw the. Well, Dan is right next to the fire. Because yeah. like Leo, you were like boarding up the windows and stuff like that. So Dan, did you want to yeah. put that on the fire? Okay, cool. So Dan is putting the 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 stuff on the fire. Okay, so. That is a full round, and it's probably been about five minutes so far. Um, everybody who is chanting uh, kind of feels like um, they've gave up a little bit of magical uh, uh, energy towards the ritual. So everybody who was chanting, please mark down. Uh, this is going to be a little bit tricky to, to track, but you, it took maybe about a third of a magic point from each of you. So, and as we kind of continue on, we'll, we'll, we'll get more detailed. So every three rounds you spend chanting, that'll be like one magic point gone. Um, but we'll, we'll keep going on. Um, so that was the first round. Uh, Irene, are you going to continue to chant? Yeah, I'm going to continue to chant. Okay. Leo, how's boarding up? Are you still just making sure everything's locked and secured? Yeah, I mean, you know, I've had like two hours to, to do this. I feel like that it should be enough time. Uh-huh. Marvin? Uh, let's just keep on chanting. Oh. All right, Red Jake still doing his thing. Butcher, same thing. Oh, Butcher is fervently just going through the chant. <laughs> After it ends, he keeps going. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, I'll keep chanting. Do we want to just fast forward until something significant changes, or do we want to just keep repeating? Well, I I'm keeping track of everything. So, uh, yeah. essentially. Uh, so yeah, so everybody who chanted again, make sure you, uh, take another one third of a magic point away. Mm. And then, um, so, uh, does everybody want to do the same thing the next round? 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. So until we see some results, I'm doing yep. this. Two thirds. Okay. All right. So after that next uh, round, it's probably been about 15, maybe 20 minutes. Um, and let's see here. Ah, okay. Here's what happens. Um, after that, you, you hear like another swooshing sound uh, coming from the outside and it slams into the attic up ahead. Um, you, within moments, you hear, like, an awful howling, just, like, f f interspersed with grunts and foul curses spoken in a harsh and guttural voice. The house itself feels like it starts swaying and, and, and creaks and, and jolts, shaking it to its foundations. Um, everybody go ahead and make a sanity roll. Here we go. Irene failed. Oh, no. If you fail, roll 1d3 uh, and minus that from your sanity. If you passed, you don't lose any sanity. Oof. Marvin's clean. He knows exactly what he's seeing. Oh, nice. Hey, question. Yep. Oh, I guess that doesn't work for this kind of thing. Sanity doesn't have, like, Extreme successes. Nice. Oh, very nice. All right. Because, because uh, you know, like according to my sanity score, that would have been a like a fifth value. Yeah. <laughs> so. But you don't go insane, so. Yeah, you're good. You're solid. So, um, basically. This is happening during like the entire five minutes. All of a, like you, you the the house is shaking. It's it's creaking. Uh, you hear all these grunts and foul curses spoken up uh, up above you. Um, but then all of a sudden, like thick stinking goo oozes through the ceiling and drips down the wall. And now I need everybody to make a luck roll as well. Let's always do that. <laughs> Thank you for the SpongeBob reference. It sucks for Dan. Yeah, <laughs> Damn. Uh, I failed my luck oh. roll. No damn push. So I have to roll a luck roll right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Failed my luck roll too. Well, I failed that hard. Mm. All right. If if you failed that luck roll. At some point within the five minutes, you are splattered by acid, and you take 1d2 of damage. So roll 1d2 and minus, well, uh, <laughs> minus that damage from you. Sweet. How is 1d2 even possible? Uh, it's a coin flip. It's a coin flip, yeah, okay. I was like, yes. what? Roll a 1d1. You can also roll a d6 and divide by three. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait. Oh. 
traditionally speaking, the one. And um, with everybody ready, uh, we're going to go back to the beginning of turnover order. So, Irene, are you going to continue chanting or? Yeah, get that Eldritch Beast out of here. Okay. Leo? Yeah. Um, he's going to continue to. Uh, so, Leo's actually going to go, instead of being in the comfy chair, Leo's moving like right here so he can keep an eye on this door, the windows, and the back door. Sounds good. I think we, uh, the, the, the keeper of arcane lore mentioned that the creature like slammed into the attic. Mm hmm. Right? Yeah. Well, the, the attic's like right here, right? It's right above the pentagram. Like yeah. the trapdoor is. Okay. Yeah. So I have I have a good vantage point on everything now. Mm-hmm. All right, Marvin. Chanting as well. Yep. No reason to stop. Cool. All right. That, that gun is readied. <laughs> Red Jake is helping out. And Butcher. Uh Butcher continues to chant as well. Okay. Just kind of like it's like aching from the acid that he just got hit by. Yeah. And Dan, are you chanting as well? Yeah. Do I need to do the fire thing? Uh, it thing? should be burning. It should be continuously burning. So I think you're. Yeah. Um, so Butcher and Marvin, since you're right next to Red Jake, go ahead and give me a spot hidden roll. Oh, God. Nice. Nice. <laughs> but but is that a success? Unfortunately, it's not. Damn. Neither um, of you succeeded. Do I push this or use my luck? Are we allowed to push these? You can push. If you fail, you're gonna stop chanting and you wouldn't you won't have contributed that round. Um, but if you succeed, you might see spot something that's going on with Red Jake. Wait, can I roll as well? No, no, Spencer only asked uh, the two of us. Mm -hmm. If I push a roll, I'm not allowed to use luck on the pushed roll, right? Correct. Yeah. I'm going to spend half of my luck to succeed. Oh, shit. <clears throat> so you spent half your luck to succeed? Okay. Yep. Um, you notice you're looking over to like Red Jake, and as you're kind of like chanting and everything, you notice that he's not chanting, he's just mouthing like the, the, the words, but he's not actually saying anything. Oh, well, I mean, I then I give him one of the one of the pieces of paper with the thing, and I say, Read this. Can you read? Uh, uh of, of, yeah, of course. And he, like, looks down at it. And do, do things change? Does it look like he's actually reading the chant? Um, he doesn't... <laughs> you can try to persuade him to... Or, well, <laughs> you can try to charm him or fast-talk him into reading the chant, but he doesn't seem to be convinced to... He doesn't want to participate in the, the chant. Leo, can you persuade this guy to maybe read the chant yeah, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna point the gun at him and i'm gonna try and intimidate him i'd be like i'd read the note uh, uh, uh intimidate 
<laughs> Roll intimidation. Uh, all right. Well, I'm gonna spend seven luck points uh, to turn this into a success. Okay. All are spending luck like it's candy. Uh, well, I mean, either we die here in this house, or we finish the ritual. So. Yep. True. All right. So. I see him not really, not really look, and I cock it one time, <laughs> and then he starts to read. All Before right. He starts to read. At the beginning of this round, um, everybody roll a listen. A listen roll. A listen specifically or a spot hidden? Listen specifically. I'm going to spend another luck point. Turn this into success. All right. Success. Hmm. You rolled it. Six. Oh, never mind. Oh, actually, so instead, sorry, I was looking at Ashley's roll. Um, that, luckily enough for me. Extreme success? Oh, no, it's not. But it is a great success. It is a okay. hard success. All right, great. Mm. So, um... <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, so, shit bumbled. everybody who succeeded, and especially you, Justin, like everybody who succeeded hears like a faint, uh, faint noises coming from outside, but specifically you, Justin, and this works out because you were like keeping an eye out and stuff like that. Maybe you hear mm -hmm. the noise and you can go over to the window. Um, you hear like a cry from like a woman, like a help, please help. That's bait. Yeah, that's bait. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the middle of nowhere y'all <laughs> yeah she is just suddenly a woman that appeared at midnight mm -mm. where no there isn't where is the outside the window she's coming from like, i don't know this window can uh, i oh, i'll say like this direction probably probably from over here actually probably from over here yeah all right can i see out that window if i take a few steps back uh, you'll, it, it's dark outside, so you'd have to use, like, a lantern to kind of, like, see properly. Mm, we need those lanterns for the ritual. Only it was a full moon. Or a flashlight, if you had a flashlight, but... Yeah. I don't have a flashlight. The, the fire's going, though, right? In the other room, yeah. Yeah, can I grab, like, a, a, a piece of wood and use it as a torch? Uh, sure. Yeah. And you're going to try to, like, see if you can see anything outside? Yeah. Uh, spot hidden roll. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> I'm going to push this. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so, if you uh, fail. Oh, no. Yeah. This can you is push a, a critical this, failure? When you this is D100, this is a zero. This, yes. Yeah, this right. is the worst roll I possibly could have. No, zero mm -hmm. is, is the lowest, right? Oh, a critical success, right? Yeah. I thought it was one. I thought it was Yeah. One. Uh, 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 here, here, like, so 
Yeah, normally speaking, on actual dice, if it was, uh, yeah, it would be, you would want double zero or one, which is one, which is the best success you could have. Here, this is a 100, okay. which is the worst roll I could have. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me see. I think there might be a rolling about fumbled rolls. Yeah, about... double check it. I'm not sure if you can... Uh... <clears throat> I'm not sure if you can uh, roll... Like, um, go for it. Like, uh, push a fumbled roll. Push Let me roll. double check. Do, 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 do. In the meantime, can everybody, uh, tell me what they're doing while this is happening? Chanting. Chanting, of course. Chanting. Oh, uh, no. Jake's still chanting. He appears to be, yeah. I keep chanting. The impact of fumbles should take effect immediately and may not be negated through pushing the roll. There it is. Yep. All right, so. You can't push fumbles. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I'm going to say this. So, let's see here. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, see, since you failed it, I'm trying to think of a good punishment that isn't too much. <laughs> That's something on fire? Yeah, probably setting something on yeah, fire. Yeah, I, I dropped the torch and I have, to, I have to put out a fire I have inadvertently started. You, you put the torch a little too close to the, the window and it catches the blinds or the, like the, yeah, the curtains on fire. Okay. So, yeah, you, you might, you, you're going to have to spend next turn probably putting that out but uh <laughs> irene you are uh chanting marvin is chanting right how many more turns has it been i've got three down for me for magic points this is this should be the fifth one so though you should be one and two-thirds of a magic point yeah. that everyone has spent uh, Dan, or sorry, Butcher, you're also chanting, and Dan is also chanting, right? Yeah, yeah correct. I'm not aware of anything else, but this. Okay. This. <laughs> Let's see here. At this Actually, point that's time, a good punishment, Spencer, because that means my gun is no longer readied. Mm -hmm. so when I spend this turn, I'll have to spend another turn readying my weapon. At this point in time, you hear a enormous like cry from upstairs, um, and uh, shuffling about uh, through like some of the uh, the um, <clears throat> uh, like cracks in the ceiling. Uh, all of a sudden, you see a, a jet of like acid shoot out from up above. And it goes to to hit. Um, let's see. I'll roll for this. Let's see here. Uh, Irene, <laughs> give me. Uh, so Irene, it is shooting acid to attack you. Yep. Um, dodge. Is that a thing I can do? You can dodge. She's yeah. covered in a in a thick cloak, though. She is covered in a thick cloak. <laughs> I'm just thinking of like the Nickelodeon like 
Choice Awards or whatever, where they just shoot out the slime <laughs> from the top. Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, I was trying to find the exact wording for the the ooze and damage, but I think it's just yeah. So, all you can you can just go ahead and roll a dodge roll. I failed it. Oh, you did. Ooh. ooh. Well, as long as he doesn't get a fail. Let's see. Fighting. What's your dodge score, Ashley? Forty. Wow. Yep. He he got a normal success. So you take one d two of damage. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a lot, but yeah, it's it, it's like ten percent of your health. <laughs> yeah, one um, one damage in this game works way different. People are used to in many. Yeah, other on top of that, um, let's see here. <clears throat> so everybody can make a listen roll. I'm not going to help that lady. <sighs> Leo, normally I'd allow you to make a spot hidden, but you're kind of distracted by fire right now. That's okay. Okay, I um I passed. Fail. I failed the listen roll. Yeah, you're all chanting too loud for you to hear anything else. Yeah, I'm spending seven points. Everything's fine in this room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So did uh, so it looks like Marvin succeeded and Justin did, yep. or who mm -hmm. else succeeded? Yeah, Leo passed. All right, Leo, you hear from right outside this this like window, like a kind of like a scream, kind of like a Rah! like a menacing scream, and then uh, something throws a rock at you. So, <laughs> uh. How this works is basically they have the throw ability. And then I think it's only 1d4 damage, if I remember correctly, if it actually hits. But are you going I... to... Yes, you can dodge. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to dodge. I'm going to try and dodge anyway. Did you get a bonus dice since you heard it? Ooh, passed. Perfect. What's your dodge? 60. Isn't it half your decks, though? I invested extra points. I see. It failed. Leo, Leo, is good. Leo is good at fighting, shooting things, and noticing hidden stuff. <laughs> Those yeah. are good things to be good at. Oh, and driving. And driving. Yep. It tried to throw a rock at you, and you, you dodged out of the way. You're like, nope, not, not happening. So Caught it. Caught it. I'm flailing the on fire rags around, and I just kind of bat it away. Yep. <laughs> so you're good. Um, yeah, okay. So, on top of that... Yeah, everything's okay, buddy. And then, Marvin, you succeeded as well, right? Yep. You hear a very large, like, kind of, like, a grumble, like, of, like, a large creature just... Like, right outside this window. Which window? Uh, to the north. Right the outside, window? like... Yeah, okay. right up there. I mean, I look. Do I see anything at the window? Uh, yeah, you see. <laughs> so, uh, outside of the window, you see a 
a zombie bear. <laughs> Reanimated like zombie bear. A zombie. Go ahead. Yeah. So go ahead and make go ahead and make a um sandy roll. This man, I'm really glad I cannot hear any of this. <laughs> that is a pass, but I still like okay, I stammer good. out like is a bear zombie zombie bear zombie bear there's a there's a zombie bear outside leo <laughs> please shoot it leo shoot it you still take one sanity loss but you don't take the 1d6 sanity loss okay. so you're good um but um yeah and that's that's the end we're back to the top of the round irene what are you doing you hear marvin yell out like bear um Dumb bear. <laughs> Dumb bear. I keep chanting. Keep chanting? Okay. Don't turn around. It I'm can't hurt me. Don't look at it. <laughs> Leo, you uh, those flaming curtain in front of you. Something threw a rock from you at you from outside. Um, okay, so I'm gonna use then this this turn will be spent um putting out the finishing putting out the um uh, the curtains. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to put out the fire. All right. You put out the fire. <laughs> and I think that's all I can do, right? Yeah, that's pretty much your action. Return. All right. Marvin? Chant. You're chanting? Yeah. I mean, the, the bear's not trying. It, like, it's out there and growling. It's not trying to get in yet. <laughs> we did board up the, the doors. Right, you did. So. Yep, the doors are boarded up. And so that right. would that would yep. be my sixth time chanting, right? So that's another another point yep. of magic yep. loss. Yeah. So after this round, everybody will have used up two magic points. Okay. Mm -hmm. Except for Leo and Jake. Except for Leo. Um, so getting uh at, at Red Jake looks over at the bear. Wow. Um, critically succeeded <laughs> his sanity roll. That's lucky. Uh, he's so, seen some shit already. He's, so. he's, he's unfazed. He's just like, oh, it's, it's a bear. He's too focused on the fact that he, if he stops chanting, he gets shot, apparently. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a, a true statement. Yeah. Leo is going to shoot him if he doesn't cooperate. Oh. Uh, butcher. <laughs> Might just uh, be the knee at first. Yeah, I, I, I mean, butcher is worried that if he stops chanting, he something it it it's just gonna get worse. Yeah. So he he pushes on uh, <laughs> between Leo and the demons. He's not sure which he's worried about more. And is Dan. It, Chanton, he, uh, I haven't heard a thing. I have no reason to to think that I shouldn't just keep on chanting. All right, so, um, I have not noticed the giant zombie bear outside. Probably for the best. So the monster upstairs uh, does another acid attack, and this time it focuses in on, uh, let's see here, Marvin. Yo. 
So, so give me, uh, you can dodge if you want to try to avoid the damage. Why would I not? <laughs> I just want to get splooged on. I'm going to try You got a success. I fail. Okay. So you take 1d2 damage. Um, Leo, since you're next to the window, um, you, uh, an arm kind of like breaks through the window and kind of reaches out at you. Um, and it doesn't, it doesn't reach you. You notice it kind of reaches in, but it like kind of goes limp. And it just, you just see this like zombified face of this old, uh, like older woman just. And go ahead and make a Sandy roll for me. Okay. I believe I pass. Oh, yeah. Let me just double check on my character sheet, but I think my sanity is 70 and I rolled 66. So nice. perfect. Yeah. So only minus one sanity for that. Sweet. All right. And then uh, this bear up here. Uh, also, like, kind of, like, scratches at, like, <clears throat> the the window and just roars out and, and scratches the windows and tries to cause some, some damage to you guys. But it's just scratching at the windows. Um, and then, yeah, let's see here. All right. Perfect. Cool. So. With that last round uh, of, of magic, you guys feel your, your magic kind of pour into the ritual uh, and kind of like you feel like a rustling of wind kind of like come from around you. Um, as it kind of like uh, pulls in, you see smoke kind of curl uh, in from corners of the room, but also the, the ceiling and pull into the center of this pentagram here. Um, you see the trap door above just kind of like slam open and you see uh this like swirling like figure kind of get drawn in uh into this pentagram uh uh in front of all of you just a second Shit. game over man game over <laughs> game over man game over uh, that's a great movie yeah <laughs> So yeah, so this uh, this happens, and then Irene, as you kind of, <laughs> sorry, coughing a little bit. Irene, as you kind of like look look into the center of this um, of this pentagram, uh, it actually it it doesn't it doesn't look like the creature anymore. It actually looks like. Um, Let's see here. It looks like uh, Rupert, actually. Rupert Merriweather. He goes, Irene. He, like, reaches out his, his hands towards you. He goes, Irene, thank you so much for, for coming here and taking care of this for me. You, you don't have to do anything else. Please, just go home. Go home and, and, and live your life like you have been. I make uh, some sort of check to see if I believe this. Yeah, you chanting. may use a psychology check. A psychology roll. That's bait. 
yeah, it, it sure like logically feels like bait, but does Irene know? Yeah. <laughs> Psychology check. Yep. Nice. Um, can I push my roll? Uh, yeah. Uh, so here's the thing. If you push your roll, there may be a sanity check you have to make. And I'm going to say if you fail this push roll, um, let's see here. Oh, here's what I'll say. If you fail the roll, you'll still have to make a sanity roll. But if you, you succeed, you do get to see past its four. I'm pushing it. I succeed! Oh, sorry, I should have phrased that better. A major success. It's a, ma it's a hard success? It's a hard success. Okay, so... <laughs> here's what I'll say. So, the, the risk was, like, you listen to it and you make a Sandy roll, but, like, in succeeding, you recognize, like, wait a second, that's not my grandpa, but... He died last week. <laughs> But with that, you still do see its true form, um, and you will have to make a, a Sandy roll. That's reasonable. So I have a question. Yeah. Since I lost three points of sanity, mm -hmm. do I make a Sanity roll with my original starting Sanity or with my current Sanity? Your current Sanity. Okay. Yep. That's a fail. Oh, no. Okay. Well, you see it's it's true form because you recognize, no, that's not my grandpa. My grandpa died last week. It is a twisting mass of talons and maws and long appendages. Um, Go ahead and roll 1d8 mm. for Sandy loss, which might send you insane. Okay. Only two. So that's that like five one. Sandy loss total, though. No, so like when the only when you go temporarily insane, it has to be five total from one roll. Okay. Yep. That was lucky. Yes. So you got very lucky there because that was a D eight. <clears throat> All right. And so and so yeah, you're able to shake that kind of stuff off. Do you continue chanting? Um, I am gonna pause my chanting just to say. I don't know what you guys are seeing, but that's not my grandpa. And I point in the middle and then I keep chanting. Okay. Uh, Leo, you're over here with the zombie and everything. <laughs> what do you do? Um, eh, zombie is going to have to climb through or whatever. That's going to take time for it. Um, Leo's going to hear that there's something in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you know what? He, he doesn't really even know what's going on over there. He is just gonna, he is gonna take that, uh, to kind of drop the Lewis gun to put out the fly at the flames. He's got the Tommy strapped to his back. He is gonna open up and he is gonna let one go right into the face of the, uh, of the, um, Zombie. Zombie? Right in front of yeah. you? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Is that point blank? Uh, that's, yeah, that's pretty close. So, <laughs> we'll move that as point blank. Sweet. So, I think I get bonus die. 
Alrighty. Um, yep, I do. I, uh, oh yeah, within a fifth of my dex range in feet. So I think it's like 15 feet away or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Um, uh, so I'm going to get a bonus die. Um, and I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, <clears throat> I'm actually gonna use my, I'm gonna use a full auto instead, actually. I'm just gonna. Right. Uh, now, normally so... they can like die for cover, but I'm gonna say like this zombie isn't really that smart, so it's not gonna die for cover. Yeah. So, yeah. Sweet. Um. And then I am going to, so I will be able to fire seven volleys into, into this fool. Mm -hmm. um, and then a volley is equal to number of bullets, my skill divided by 10. So it's going to be seven bullets in a volley. So I'm going to let a volley go. Um, roll the D10 or the D100. Yeah. Um, and then how are we doing bonus die here? Because it's a little harder with like that percentage die and everything to be. Um, I mean, I I hit. Okay. Um, great. But uh, so I guess roll another D10 for the bonus die. Oh, yeah. Um, the tens digit. Oh. That's good. We make it a fifty-four. Yeah, that seems fair. What's that? cool, Elton? I, I I given that with a bonus die, it changes the tens place. I th I would be fine. Or should I just, just rolling two d one hundreds and picking the higher or lower number? Oh, okay. That's easier. Let's do going that. Going forward. Okay. Well, cool. Seventy four. I hit. Um. And yeah, so that's gonna be that's gonna be ooh. Um, that's, that's so much damage. <laughs> that's a lot of damage. Uh, that's a lot of damage. 14, okay. 68 damage. All right. Oh my God. You <laughs> rip through that zombie. I actually didn't know that it could do that much damage. I think that's right. I, I don't know if I'm doing this right. Like we, we can have a lessons learned here and review the, the way that this is supposed to work. But if I'm understanding what I'm reading in the keeper's handbook correctly. Um, yeah. Okay. It only had seven HP. So yeah, you, you kill that thing outright. I think it's just Yeah. Yeah. It's, it it's, is. It is. It's just like, it's like, it's like just a little bit of spine and legs. Yep. yep. <laughs> as you unleash that volley to <laughs> it. Yeah, I think this also means, though, that next round I have to reload. Mm -hmm. So that's the, the trade-off. Uh, Marvin, you, it, this, this, you, it gets to you, and as you kind of look into the center of, of, of this, uh, did you send me your character sheet, by the way? Um, no, what did you want from it? Uh your your uh significant people uh i wrote his loyal fan base parentheses nobody
maybe Dan. Dan could be significant. <laughs> oh, okay. So you see. <laughs> okay, what is what does Marvin imagine his fan like? Does he imagine like a like a young schoolboy who's like, oh boy, Marvin, I listen to you every night, like preparing for the. I, I mean, waves, he, or... he he has fans from all all walks of life. Uh, young, okay. old, man, woman, rich, poor, everybody. Right, 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 right. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, this uh, the 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 monster appears before you as a um, I don't know, a slightly younger man than you mm -hmm. who like looks to you and goes, Marvin, Marvin Martin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I listen to your broadcast every night. Oh, you you're really telling the truth every night, and I really appreciate that. Look, man. Hey. Uh, if you ever need, I, I'm actually an agent. I can make sure that your your radio waves are are broadcast even further. It, you know, have you ever thought about making sure your waves reach from coast to coast instead of just your your small little town? I'm no I'm no sellout. I know I know when I'm trying to be bought and silenced. <laughs> make a psychology roll for me to see past the disguise. Uh, my psych is low. No, I failed. Okay. Unless I push it, but my psychology is only 10. Not likely for me to pass if I push it. So it, it actually does appear to be one of your fans to you, but it, it, you don't like have to do anything it says. Let's see here. It just, yeah, he's just like saying like, all right. Well, I mean, we can talk about it after I'm done with this very important sealing ritual. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Oh, I don't have to reload next turn. Awesome. Because um, you didn't use all your bullets? or Yep. Okay. Because I didn't use all my bullets. Well, well, well. Okay. Pick out that zombie next. Yeah, I can, I can do that two more times. But I guess it would be advantageous to reload if you mm -mm. weren't. No, I need to do it two more times because it's going to take me two rounds to reload. So you don't have the option to if you wanted to? I could, but it's going to take okay, two yeah, rounds to do it. Yeah, you, so I might as well yeah. use up the full magazine before I yeah, yeah, yeah. do it. Cool. All right. Well, it's Red Jake's turn. That is a fail. Hold on, I get, I get to see. Red Jake, see. You just hear him muttering under his breath. He goes, uh, Eliza. Oh, Eliza, it's okay. It's okay, here. And he steps forward uh, uh, to kind of like grab hold of, of um, <laughs> What he what whatever he thinks he sees kind of like leans down to like grab hold of um that person. Oh. Uh and he did trying to, try to find out how much damage he takes. Yeah. Getting gobbled up. I mean he's greasy, so one <laughs> d eight plus one d six. Oh boy. Yikes. Where was all this greasiness from what yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he takes twelve damage outright. Oh, he's dead. He's got to be dead. Oh, he's earlier too. 
He has 13 health. So, so he, I think he, he does suffer a major wound. Did he get, did he recover from being pistol whipped? He didn't get pistol whipped. No, that was, that was a different guy. That was a different guy. That was Wait, wait, that's right. We didn't pistol whip this guy. What did we do to this guy? No, we didn't. We didn't. We did try him up. Just all like, you're never going to catch me. That's right. That's right. So he does stay conscious, though. That's the good thing. He does stay conscious, but he, he does. Lucky. Yeah, that's impressive. Let's see. Major wound, make a healing roll. Sorry. Uh, Yeah. So he just yeah, he just I think he just suffers that major wound. And he stays conscious, but he is badly hurt. So moving on, he like he like falls to the ground with like this huge gash in his chest. And he's just like, oh, sorry. Sorry. Um, Butcher, uh, as as you kind of turn to the creature. It appears before you um, as Zoe. Uh, so. Uh, that's, I'm guessing, is that your wife? Yeah, Zoe's my little wife. Yeah. yeah. So your wife appears before you. She goes... Her late wife, yeah. <clears throat> she says, she says to you, Butcher, Butcher, you know that my time came too, too, too soon for, for you and for me. What if there was a way to bring me back? I can come back to this world and be in your arms once again. Uh, Butcher can make a psychology roll to see past the disguise. Um, and also, yeah, she is. There is an offer to bring her back to life. So. Uh, yeah, that's that's a fail. OK, it's only 10 percent. And you honestly, you, that's yeah. yeah. This looks point. like your wife. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zoe. I, the only reason why I joined the SEU and did what I did and, you know, behind the scenes was to figure out a way to bring you back. And when you're telling me I can't, yeah. I, I can't resist that offer. This is the way. This is the way. What do I need to do? Break the pentagram and attack them. Let me be free. And I will come back into your arms once again. Uh. <laughs> Should I attack? That's up Jake? to you. You can do that. I mean, I failed the roll pretty badly. I didn't fumble it. I don't know. Yeah, this is up to you. This is literally up yeah. to you and what you think would be in character for you to do. You, 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 you're not able to see past the, its disguise, yeah. but it, it, I would say that your character does know that this is the monster offering to bring back Zoe, Zoe to your arms. Yeah. I'm going to attack Jake <laughs> with my, with my knife. Oh, Oh, back then. <laughs> I need to bring my wife back. Uh yeah, go ahead, go ahead and make your 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 knife attack. <laughs> I think that's why oh, don't kill Butcher, he's helpful. Um <laughs> <Shut> up, Justin. 
<laughs> so sorry. Um, I have the, my da- so how do I roll this exactly? I have my damage roll here. Yep. So uh, you roll, you roll a, um, you roll a fighting brawl for for oh, knife, right, I believe. Right, right, right. right. Uh, yeah. I have to roll that first, and then I roll that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. cool. Um, that's a just regular success. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Red Jake failed his dodge roll, so you you stab him. So you your knife damage is one d four plus your damage bonus, which is based on your size, I believe. Uh, do you know if you got any damage bonus based on your size? Doesn't matter. He's dead. True, but um, I have damage bonus as one d four. One d four. So it is one d four plus one d four. So for this knife, it's a medium sized knife. I yep. have damage as one d four plus two plus d damage bonus. Okay, perfect. Then yeah, roll that. Okay. I mean, again, he's incredibly dead. dead. He's incredibly dead. Uh, you murdered the hobo. <laughs> Murder hobo. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, just two D fours, right? Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. Hobo with shotgun. So that's eight damage. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You flat out murder Red Jake. <laughs> he's like on the ground with a gaping wound and you just come down on him with your, your butcher knife and like slap. I don't know like where you want to slash into him but you slash into him and everybody else just sees the light from Jake's eyes just fade away as I do that I, I yell out this is for you Zoe <laughs> um give me a, a luck roll butcher alright Uh, that's unlucky that's fail. That's a fail. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately for you, because I would imagine you were trying to break the pentagram. I'm saying because you failed your luck roll, you do not break the pent- pentagram. So the pentagram is still up. God. Uh, and let's let's go back. Let's go on to Dan. Which Dan? I think we all know who you see in the center here. Before you. Other than your newly wedded wife, Emily. Yep. So she she turns to you and she goes, Babe, what let's let's stop all this. You know, uh, if obviously let's just go home and let's just kind of make sure we're all taken care of. You don't want to be out here. Like, where are you what are you even doing out here? Come on. Yeah. Let's just, like what? What? Do, what else do we need other than ourselves, our cats, and to be at home writing? Yeah. So I got. Um, I rolled a ten. This is what psychology, yeah. or is it? Yeah, standard? psychology. So you see through it, right? Yeah. So I got an extreme success. Yeah, you oh instantly gosh. know this is not your wife. Yeah, I know my babe. Yeah. Unfortunately, it does provoke a sanity roll. <laughs> So the thing to note with like this Sandy roll, if you do, is that pass or fail? That is a fail. Okay. So you roll 1d8, but subtract any points already lost if you saw it leave earlier, which I believe that was only Marvin that saw it leave. What? 
Uh, the 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 monster when it left earlier, like the swirling mass. Yeah, I saw it earlier. Okay, cool. So, okay, you only lost two sanity. That's good. Was worried you might go insane. <laughs> oh, I've got plenty of sanity. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you you dismiss this disguise. You see the 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 creature for what it is, and it turns to you, Danny. Goes. Hey, help me, release me, just as Butcher is trying to, and together I will grant you anything you want. Do you want security with you and your wife? I can get that for you, whatever you desire. Ready for the cheese? You ready for the cheese right now? Yeah, hit it. Hit it. I already have everything I want. I have my wife. Aww. Fuck you, monster. Perfect. And then do you continue the chant? <laughs> Boom. All right. At the end of that round, um, you hear uh, a screeching uh, from the monster as it is driven, wailing from this world. You hear it in its deep, guttural voice. No, none of you shall escape. Oh, sorry, this is going to wreck my throat. <laughs> sorry. None of you shall escape me. Yes. One day I will find a way back into this world, and then I will kill all of you, snapping your necks and eating your heart from your chest. You will never... This isn't the last time you've seen the likes of me. Butcher, remain my faithful servant! And then he fades away. Um, outside, the creatures, or the zombie bear that was, like, scratching at the wall, just kind of, like, falls, like, down and, uh, and, and slumps down. And, and and remains motionless. The the swirling vortex and, and the, the green fire, the fire just goes out and you hear kind of like an eerie silence as everything kind of settles within the, the house and the wind kind of dies down around you. I'm going to go check on Jake. I'm, I mean, before, I... I, I, I save you, Jake. So... No, I, Irene, you, you, you start to like walk forward to Jake and I like I I grab you and stop you and like look at Butcher and like is he like still violent? Uh I at this point I would say um Butcher is kind of like kind of down on the ground, like recovering, like kind of in a stupor almost. Like I was almost in a spell, right? Like yeah. So I don't rem I would say that I don't remember what ha took over me, right? <clears throat> All right, I think we should okay. tie up Butcher. I agree. He murdered someone. Till morning. No, he killed someone. We should take him to the police. I agree. Well, we should take Leo too. He pistol whipped someone yesterday. Yeah, we didn't hey, kill wait, him. It was a misunderstanding. Also, nobody died. I mean, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, I'm. Uh, <laughs> so should we, we do it first? Yeah, I mean, I guess, but like, we should tie him up to make sure that, like, when he comes to, he's not well, yeah. fully crazy. Yeah, but I, I don't. I. Yeah. Yeah, we should definitely tie him up. Definitely time. So, I mean, are you going to resist Butcher or what's going to happen? 
I uh, I I'd imagine like I'm still a little out of it. So I'm like, yeah, I'm like kind of struggling, but not really understanding what's going on. I just, you know, make it. What happened? <laughs> but I would say they'd, they'd be successful. Cool. Unless perfect. I want to need a roll for it or something, but yeah. No, I mean, like, you guys can kind of role-play this out however you want. So, yeah, um, basically, at this point in time, the the creature has been banished, uh, and we can kind of, like, check in about what everybody wants to do. I mean, outside, you see the, the zombie body, or the, the, the remains of a dead brown bear, as well as uh, what appears to be an older woman who might have been reported missing uh, not too long mm-hmm. ago. I think he got said it's just it's just legs. <laughs> no face. It's just legs. It's it's, it's shot up. Legs. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like we from here on out, we can kind of like just like narrate what uh, what each of the characters kind of do from this point on. Uh, like what's going on with their jobs? Like what do they go back to doing? Like d- does this inspire them to go after more? Do they want to figure out more about the sarcophagus? Like what's uh. What does everybody do from here on out? I, I go back. I, I go back to Columbus, Ohio. And live out the rest of your life, Dan. Yes. <laughs> we need to figure out what we're doing with Jake. I say we burn this place to the ground. This is. Mm, we have a deed to the. I guess we could burn it and rebuild. There you go. Yeah, yeah you're deed is to the land. That's that's what's worth it, not the building. <laughs> True. You guys want to see what else is in the attic? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Now that there's not a uh, now that now that the devil's not up there, that that seems fine. Then I'll I'll hold up the ladder while while Irene heads up into the attic. Yeah. Inside of the attic is a little more than a swirl of... uh, Ashley, you corrected me on this before. Detritus? Yeah, I think that's right. Detritus? Okay, perfect. Okay, cool. But yeah, other than that, there's just a bunch of, like, skeletal remains of, like, smaller animals, like raccoons and squirrels and stuff like that, so. Oh, it's been feasting on poor wildlife. I come back downstairs and I'm like, yeah, let's just torch the place. (laughs) Grab all of the magical accoutrement, the deed to the property. Maybe drag zombie lady and the bear inside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that seems like a good idea. Put it all down to the ground. <laughs> Track the dead bodies inside. Sure, yeah. I mean, how big of a bear is this? This is gonna. Yeah, take- I was gonna say. <laughs> it's a large bear. It's not a grizzly though. It's like a brown bear. Like I bet with the five. What? There's five of us left. <laughs> yep, I'm tied up. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Butcher's out of commission. Reasonably. able-bodied people to pull the bear in. 
sure yeah gotta so, oh go ahead go ahead butcher i i was just gonna say <laughs> so butcher's kind of like coming to at this point um and he's like hey what 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 is this what are you doing what are you is that a bear <laughs> what's going on <laughs> it was a bear it's a zombear the zombear what well, was a zombear now it's just a hunk of meat also this is the body of our friend that. jake that you murdered friend what? is a strong word we yeah can't you're like i'm gonna kill you bring back my wife satan and now what uh, 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 what we're gonna, we're gonna send you to your dark master he is totally confused. <laughs> With butcher in it, and yeah, that's where we're burning the butcher, the bear. Wait, where is the butcher? Butcher, all right. All right, Dan. No fun. Should we take him to the cops? Is that what we're doing? Well, I got to, I mean, thing I can't go body because if we're burning the homeless man's body, then then why are we, you know, why are we taking butchers of the cops, you know? And then it's like, well, why is there? And there's a whole lot of questions. Burn all, just burn all the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna burn all the evidence. They're gonna be like, well, all right, well, where's the body, you know, like. We're going to be basically turning this man into the cops and be like, yeah, we saw him kill a guy. All right, well, who'd he kill? Where's the body? You know, there's going to be a lot of questions, a lot of unsubstantiated stuff. Burn Butcher, right. too, then. Where's the body? Oh, it's in this giant structure fire we created. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good idea. Just burn Butcher, too. Nobody will know but you guys. He could be reunited with his wife. Oh, man. He can do that on his own terms. We're not doing it for him. We're not as bad. You did hear. Now, I'm not necessarily just telling you to kill my character off, but you did hear that the monsters told me to keep worshipping him. So. Or, well, I assume you heard that. Yeah. He, so I could he... bring the monster back myself. So I am a liability, but. What's <laughs> you on? <laughs> I got a gun. We can shoot him right now. <laughs> I want no part in this, and this is my property. Uh, all right. Oh, thank God. <laughs> so you're uh, you're leaving the house and burning Red Jake, the zombie, bear, the dead bear, and and the the legs that are that remains of the the poor old woman who got shot up, right? And the whole house. And the whole house, yeah. And the okay. barn. And the barn, sure. So, you guys... <laughs> we take the magical accoutrement with us, though. You guys exit out of your house and, and return to your car. Uh, watching the, the, the old house and the, the barn light up, covering up the, the, the old deeds, the old misfortunes that happened there. But tonight, you can rest well knowing that Rupert Merriweather's final wish has been carried out and that all the souls that were involved in the, that dreadful night years ago that unleashed the monster within have been put to rest. Um, yeah. 
And with that, the monster's name was called a lurker, and it was banished, means that each participating investigator receives a sanity award of 1d10 plus 1 sanity points. So add that to your current totals for your sanity. On top of that, go ahead and start... (laughs) Oh... It's does, plus one, so one d ten plus one. So you have yay two. two. Does <laughs> does does that able to like go above the starting value or? I believe so. Yeah, that's a good question. You're just like extra mentally healthy than you normally are. Just really. Well I get it. You're all you're all confident and stuff. Yeah. Nah, actually, that's okay. You know what? I only could go up to two anyway. I didn't lose that much sanity the whole time, so <laughs> I'm I have full sanity. But yeah, that's the end of uh, uh, the second adventure included in the starter set that is called The Edge of Darkness. So uh, you guys you guys solved it. Basically, Rupert asked you to go to this old farmhouse and perform a ritual to send uh, this creature back. And you guys did so successfully. Um, how hurt did everybody get? Because it seems like only like the acid did some damage to you guys. Yeah, just one point of damage. OK, cool. Yeah, yeah I, I took two points. I took two. If- if I'm going to be honest, I got really scared because at one point you guys were about to poke your head up into the attic before you had found the trunk. Mm-hmm. And um, remember how uh, Jake took 1d6 D or 1d8 plus 1d6 damage? Yeah. That's how much you guys also would have taken. Nice. Oh, good thing so- we didn't go up there. Yeah, like immediately. It's like you guys dodge and like to only take 1d3 or you don't dodge. You take that damage and then you take the 1d3 for falling backwards onto the ground. So, yeah. Could have killed us. Yeah. (laughs) So you guys got very lucky. Um, Also, a lot of the uh, a lot of the um, the the ritual and stuff like that. The reason why I was keeping track of magic points is because you guys have to hit a certain threshold. And with more of you chanting and participating in it, the quicker things move. So that's why that went by like that. Ah, yeah. Nice. How points total did we end up spending? Uh, more than the required amount. <laughs> uh, it was only eight required, so. Recovered luck. Oh, recovered luck. I think individually it was like two and a third or two thirds or something. Yep. So you guys were good. But yeah, so that's uh, that's the end of the adventure and such like that. Uh, If anybody has any questions, any of our watchers, please post them about uh, Call of Cthulhu. This was our first playthrough of Call of Cthulhu. And uh, to to all of my investigators, can you guys let me know after you're done increasing your skills and everything? Let me know your thoughts on Call of Cthulhu. What would you kind of like about it? Would you uh, was there anything that you think could have been improved upon or that you would have done differently if you were playing and so on and so forth? Um, I can lead off. I, I really like the mystery aspect to this. I read there are three little adventures included um, in the starter set. I liked how they're like small adventures, but then could be kind of packed. Like we took three sessions to do this, um, but easily you guys, if you just like streamlined it to the farmhouse and did that, I think you could have easily done it in like one session, which I think mm-hmm. is cool. Um, yeah, but it we also really- could have down down. Oh, sorry. No, you're fine. But like you also it like really rewards you for like doing extra research and finding more out. But what were you going to say, Justin? 
Oh, I was gonna say, like, this could have really actually been kind of drawn out if we if we wanted to do it that way. Like, we would have hi- had to hightail it down to New Orleans, done a whole bunch of digging around in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with some of that, they're like, ah, yeah, I was in. I gotta go to New Orleans and talk to, I don't know, <clears throat> whoever. Got to find out about um, Marin Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were other people that were getting introduced, and you know, we were like, now nah, let's just seal this thing up. Um, oh, also, I learned uh, I did the damage a little wrong, but how how much did you say? How much damage did you say the uh, the zombie took? Oh, all right. Which, like how much health? Uh, seven health. Yeah, that sounds right. Oh, all right. So even if you took my lowest three damage rolls and added in the base damage from the Tommy gun, it would have been destroyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. It, Full auto is a little complicated. You can vo- you can burst fire, um, and then you're kind of capped out at three damage dice. Mm. Um, or you can just let the whole clip go, um, in which case you actually take penalty die. Mm. Um, yeah, so there's like a whole... I was reading that again, but... Uh, again, this is one of those things where we goofed, but the, the end result really wouldn't have changed very much, um, or so- at all. That is interesting, and I, I I like that because um, a lot like a lot of stuff in this in Call of Cthulhu, like it is definitely more complicated with those things you're talking about. Like, oh, you got you know, you got to look into like oh, full auto or burst and like the different weapon types. But then, like if you think about it, like penalty dice for going full auto, it's like well, you're less controlled firing a full auto gun than burst with the recoil yeah. and stuff so it's very that's precisely what they yeah that's actually yeah. precisely the reason why they do that is because like the recoil from your automatic weapon is kind of screwing up your aim so with each subsequent round of a- a- damage that you do so i could have done seven volleys um and then that would have used up like x amount of bullets mm-hmm. so it would have been 21 bullets in total but each um, volley, you know, after the first um, up to so the I would have had a total six penalty die on that last attack. Um, which, you know, I mean, at that point, you're guaranteed not to hit anything unless you're firing it, you know, like a, a uh, which is also kind of cool, because if you're firing at something really big, the penalty mm-hmm. dice don't really matter as much because um your um your your the you actually get bonus die based on how much larger the creature is than you yeah it's just opens a lot of flavor to how you play right and in, in the game mm-hmm. and and of course with that like it's needed for game design purposes too but yeah uh to, for balance but yeah it's cool yeah there's also rules about suppressing fire so if you want to like just kind of shoot a million bullets in kind of a 60 degree arc you're totally allowed to do that um there's cool rules about that we didn't need to do those mm-hmm. um they're a little more complicated but yeah again the, the the degree of specificity that you get in this game yeah um where the rules really kind of back up what you're doing and i i like the rules heavy element you know i know that people really kind of like certain other role-playing games because it's a lot more freeform um you know a lot more up to the the game master but um when you have all these rules to kind of fall back on you can make sure that you're keeping the game really really balanced 
because the designers have put a lot of forethought into making sure this all works well together. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And the spookiness. Love the spook. Yeah. How'd you guys feel about the ritual and 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 dispelling the the lurker and everything? Super, super interesting. Um, I was definitely a little nervous when it was 10 o'clock and we'd been doing it for two hours and nothing happened. And I was glad that you mentioned there was like a check to see how else do we find out more information? Yeah, I like I like that idea. Just kind of like intelligence check to kind of be like, hmm, I wonder if I can come up with something type deal. So. Mm-hmm. Especially it's a good way have... to get like a clue from the DM. Yeah, especially if you have like an intelligent character, that makes sense for them just to be like, wait a second, I got a solution for this. Yeah, yeah, idea rule is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And really also helps. I think um, one of the cool things is that it uh, it helps speed up the game if you kind of get stuck. So you don't have to spend forever trying to figure out a solution. Mm hmm. Yeah, you really need a mechanic like that when you're dealing with like mysteries and stuff. Yeah, because sometimes like the the players, either they they'll, they'll just miss something, they can't see something, or something wasn't explained well, and you kind of need an out. Mm. Where it's just like, okay, here's here's the hint button that you click, and let's keep going. Which I I do want to mention. I don't think it does mention in the journal at all that it has to be performed at midnight. It, I, I noticed as I was reading through, like it says that very, several times to me as as the keeper, like, hey, it has to start at midnight. It has to start at midnight. But I'm like looking back at the uh, the clues in the, the journals. I'm just like, I don't think it ever mentioned it that it uh, needed to start at midnight. Uh, I don't know. There's there's two handouts we didn't get. Was it in those? Maybe? Right. So I'll show that to you guys now. So that was what um what Ashley what Irene was get was able to get from the the New Orleans police. It just never got oh, there. Didn't get yeah. Oh, actually, and then the last one was the translation of of the sarcophagus. sarcophagus? Yeah. But yeah, so. <laughs> Yeah, interesting. I I would have to like control F and like actually look, but I don't think mm-hmm. it mentioned midnight anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if maybe it said something more cryptic, like you know the location of the moon or in the sky or something like that, right? But I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, that's why I just had you guys do. I uh, had you do like an occult check to be like, oh well, you know, rituals usually start at midnight. We should do it at midnight. That's fair. <laughs> But um, but yeah, so essentially how how that ritual kind of worked out is it specifically stated that it needed eight magic points to like perform the ritual and it takes one person normally uh, like two hours to perform it. But it does say like, hey, if you have multiple multiple people chanting and as long as nobody breaks like the chant, then it can be performed quicker. And you guys had like five people chanting at all Mm -hmm. times. So that just made it go like much quicker. Mm-hmm. But one of the things was too is that the the sigils, and I think this is good, especially for like a first time playing. The sigils on the outside of the house prevent any of the creatures from entering into the house. 
So that's why the bear didn't go in or the zombie didn't go in and it threw like a rock. So that's what was going on with that as well. Okay. Yeah. So I was confused because Dalton made a a good point where like I wasn't sure if the sigils like broke after the last person died or if that was just related to the actual monster itself. Right. Yeah. So Hmm. that's the funny thing. That was a red herring. The whole like, ah, it will break free if like uh, the last person dies. None of that was true. That was just because right, like, they've been wrong about yeah. everything else about the thing so far. So why would yeah. that also be incorrect? Yeah, it was it was it just like lived in the attic. It just couldn't go into the main house because of the sigils. Um, but it could leave. It, was, it would. What's that? It could leave the entire time. It was just off doing whatever. Yeah. Well, that's why it like it killed like a bunch of animals. And that's why it killed uh, Maggie McFurter, which was the one girl. Mm hmm. Because it, like, broke out and, like, it was chasing Red Jake, but then, like, hurt her and went after her and killed her. So. But it was just a, a djinn just chilling in this house for the last 60 years? It was a lurker. It wasn't a djinn. Yeah. <laughs> it was a mass of, of, of maws and talons. <laughs> it didn't, but yeah. it just didn't feel like leaving. It was comfortable here? Yeah. Just chilled here. Okay. <laughs> Mary and Alan died a very gruesome death. Yeah. Interesting. So that's an adventure hook. That's if you guys investigate that, that's like it specifically says in here, it's like, hey, if they want to go check this out, like come up with a new adventure for them for cultists and stuff like that. So do the other things link together? Like the other two adventures in the yeah. starter kit, do they link or are they pretty separate? Um, the first one's pretty separate, but the last one, which is Dead Man Stomp. Um, the tie-in is like if you want to find out more about the sarcophagus, like you could you could find an expert who decides to meet you in a bar in Harlem. Mm. So mm. he basically is just like, "Hey, meet me here," and you guys are there waiting for him at the bar. So, and that's the beginning of the adventure. I think that's oh, interesting. Yeah, definitely, so. definitely got like it vibes where <clears throat> you know it could come back, right? Right. Like being able to continue that if those characters survived, it would be cool. Mm-hmm. And that's like, yeah, that's like the overarching things of like if your characters are still alive throughout their certain things is like, yeah, all of a sudden, whoa, what what about cultists who who worship this like lurker type creature? And what if they start coming after you guys and such? So although Butcher might be standing trial now, so <laughs> no, you burned the evidence. Yeah, but I, yeah, that's true. I, I... Is anybody going to turn him in? <laughs> I think he'll do the right thing. Leo. Huh? What? Who's turning in Leo? If we turn in Butcher, we turn in Leo. Why? What did Leo do? Leo did nothing. Leo, Leo saved everyone's butts. That's pretty mild compared to me killing a hobo. <laughs> yeah, he hit a professor that was being a dick. That's way different than murdering someone. Yeah, I guess like everybody's sure except for Irene. <laughs> oh, thank you, Irene. All right. Well, how about this? Um, <laughs> so uh, w- that's basically the end of our stream. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Next week, we're going to do kind of like a more of a, a post breakdown of of uh, Call of Cthulhu with more of our detailed thoughts. 
Um, specifically, we're going to be going over Chase Rules 2 because uh, we messed up a little bit on that, but we're going to go over it next week and just kind of explain it more in detail just because, especially with tabletop RPGs, there's so much to learn and stuff like that. And we're definitely going to get more things wrong, but we, we want to cover that and make sure we get it right next week. Um, and just kind of talk more about just like our, our thoughts overall about the mystery and about what we what we kind of like about Call of Cthulhu. Um, so tune in next week for that. Um, the following week on the 30th, we are going to be playing a one shot of what's called Frankenstein's Monsters or Frankenstein's Failed Creations. I believe that's what it's called. And so that's going to be fun. Yeah, Frankenstein's Failed Experiments is what it's called. So that's going to be our one shot on Sunday. So it might not be our full hour, uh, full three hour stream, but we'll have some fun with it. So, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, I, I I'm really glad that we got to try out Call of Cthulhu for this kind of spooky season. So mm. thanks everybody for playing. Great. Yeah, thank you also yeah. to C plus content for the raid earlier. That was really cool. Really appreciate yeah. that, and appreciate all the first time viewers. If you guys are still around, yeah, thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Yes, thank you. Um, thanks, everyone. We're trying to do... Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say today we used the Call of Cthulhu starter set. Um, I believe we're playing with the 7th edition of Call of Cthulhu, is that right? Mm -hmm. We also use Roll20 as our online platform and Hero Forge to create our character tokens. So thank you to all of those resources. Woo! Christian, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say, yeah, yeah, definitely uh, give us a follow if uh, you want to see a lot more TTRPGs. Um, we're going through a lot and learning them. You can learn with mm -hmm. us. So. Yeah, and if you missed any of our streams, you of course can check out our YouTube channel as well under the same name. We post our full streams as well as highlights. So, <laughs> and don't forget to check us out on TikTok and Instagram at the ABCs of RPGs, where we post fun little videos that we make using um, our minis in uh, Hero Forge, uh, yep. which you can look forward to some new some new clips coming soon. Yeah, we got some really funny moments on on those some <laughs> things. So. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it's good stuff. Well, that's cool. Well, I think that's it for, for today. So thanks for tuning in.